Hello, hello, hello. Welcome into a terrible football show, episode 48. Even though the thumbnail says otherwise, I forgot to update it, but that's okay. I'll update it later. Uh, I have Ricky and Jacob here with me. We're all rocking jerseys this week. You know, Ricky couldn't do it last week because he, he, had, he had to go somewhere. He had to go somewhere. Yeah, he had to bounce. Look at that, 34. Got 23 over here. What was your number again? 65? Six, 65. There we go. There we go. We got Chad in the chat. I know he's pumped, you know, leading into college football playoff and everything with the Georgia Bulldogs. We got a lot to chat about here today. We really do. A lot of, like, once again, a lot of college talk. I mean, college is, of course, coming to a close. NFL, we got multiple weeks still to go. There are some NFL headlines I would love to chat about here today because uh, we got some interesting ones to kind of dive into as well as look forward to for this upcoming weekend. But in terms of college, shit, we got a lot. I mean, of course, we have the college football playoffs, uh, the rankings coming out here in about 15 minutes or so. The show's going to start. I got that pulled up, ready to live react to it. Uh, coaching hires, we got some inter- We got some talks there. We got some talks there. Looking forward to it. Uh, new Heisman thoughts, just everything from this past weekend. There's a lot to chat about here today, and I'm very excited for it. Uh, but, boys, how we doing? How we feeling? How's your Thanksgiving? Did everyone have a good week? How we doing today? Yeah, Thanksgiving went well. Um, I got to tra- – well, Thanksgiving went to the in-laws. Then I got to travel Friday to go see some cousins uh, that I haven't had Thanksgiving with since 2005. Not so, yeah, it was a great weekend. But I was in Fayetteville when Arkansas lost to Missouri, even though Arkansas was on the road. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What a game, right? What a game. Screw that freaking game. I cannot believe that crap. But, hey, I did pick them to lose. I said they were going to lose. Did. And they, they lost. You did. It's still, dis- it's still disappointing. So much talent, and we go 6-6. Six and six. Uh, I will say that is pretty accurate. But also, a hey, shout-out to me and Jacob. We are mostly right on how you guys have finished the year. We are only one game off. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's very true. We are only one very, game off. <laughs> very, very true. One game One game off. If it wasn't for Ole Miss I coming know. into town, y'all would have been right on the dot. We were so close. <laughs> and I want you to know, Ricky, and, I, you know, we love you, whatever, but it's just our thing just to, like, rag on you and Shane. Every week, me and me and Jacob would message back and forth, like, oh, man, this game is going up all according to plan. <laughs> Every week, I would hit him up like, oh, yeah, it's all going according to plan, baby. Jacob, what about you? How was your Thanksgiving? Are you are you, are you saying you are conspiracy? Y'all, y'all conspiracizing these games? You're calling up Sam Pittman saying lose the game. We yeah, might it's be. Collusion. We 100%. might be. <laughs> Jacob, what about you? How was your Thanksgiving? Oh man, uh, Cowboys finally won on Thanksgiving, so that was nice. Yeah. That I even though I was chewing my fingernails the entire time because that first half was very very sloppy. Um. And then it went to the weekend, and I just <laughs> haven't recovered since. We'll dive into it. We'll dive into it. We'll get your we'll get your full thoughts here today. See, uh, I don't understand something. I want to compl- I I don't get something. It's one loss. It's one effing loss. <laughs> and but- all the Ohio State fans are like, "Oh shit, we're screwed." <laughs> it's like, come on, people. It's well, I mean, they're loss. screwed out of the playoffs. That's the main thing. I'll- I will dive into when we get to that. Yeah, we will. Why that loss oh, I know. means I, so yeah. much. Yeah. Absolutely, and I and yes, and we can definitely discuss that because I can counter whatever you put punch in. <laughs> we do have Steve in the chat, who of course is a Michigan fan. Uh, so we will be chatting about that, Steve. I don't know if you would be like working or not right now. If you're working, you got to go back to lunch soon. Feel free to dump your thoughts on it, whatever. And uh, I'll be ha- I'll read it off for you because we'll get to it here in a little bit because we do have the playoff reactions here soon. 
Uh, and we're going to also dive into some of these coaching hires as well. But before we get into all that, of course, go over to Agent Inc. Our, it's our link down in the description below and pick up some jerseys because these things are sick. I'm actually about to do my next order here soon to get the other three jerseys, so I have them for every show. So really looking forward to getting my hands on those as well. Check out some Rogue Energy. You can use our referral link down below. Help us out. We appreciate that. And the last little shout-out that I want to give, because, like, these are so fucking cool, all right? You know, it's a very special shout-out to my contractor who built this beautiful studio that I'm in and has done awesome wood arts like this that are behind me. He dropped off a couple more for me today. They are absolutely sick. I love these things. Master Chief, I love the way he did the visor. It's so cool. And then my personal favorite of all the ones that he's done, uh, this one he made on, uh, on like, copper. Uh, it is Suna from my favorite series, Hitman Reborn. Framed it for me and everything. These things are sick. If you're in the central Arkansas area and you need some sort of uh, some sort of work done, like a tiny house or projects like this, look up uh, quality construction and carving. Awesome guy. Love Buddy. Buddy's awesome. And he's, he's going to be doing some sports ones for me here soon. He's going to do, uh, you know, my, my four teams. Uh, you know, going to have some Hawaii love back there, some Miami Bears, Jacksonville. Have a good time. So definitely, definitely give a shout-out there. I mean, dude does incredible work. I love the three that are behind me here. Dude, I need some of his art. I'm telling you, man. You know, he he just got the uh, the router to start doing this sort of work here around when when me and him started the project. And uh, you know, basically what he told me is he wanted to do all the carving stuff as his old man side business. So I told him if he ever needed help setting up like an Etsy shop or whatever, I'd help him out and you know start selling the stuff. So, I mean, it's awesome. I mean, dude, this incredible work. Uh, but let's go ahead and talk and let's jump to some football here today, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, so let's start with some of these coaching hires because that's actually what's on my screen right now. It's talking about uh, Auburn's new coaching hire. Well, there's there's a lot of you know pretty big coaching hires, but before we get into that, I, 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 I there was no previous conversation here, but I still wanted to you know throw it out there. Ricky, is there anything that you want to throw out there involving uh, Lane Kiffin because you went on a tirade last week? <laughs> Any follow-ups? Well, <laughs> so the lion, the lion son of a bitch got caught. <laughs> so to cover his ass up, he decides to stick with Ole Miss and sign a contract extension. This is – I mean, but here's the thing, guys, and I, I just want to go ahead and throw this out there. And listen, as as much as of a liar as I think he is, I mean, I think he's a great coach. I, I really right, do, right. and I really think he has changed a lot from his USC and Tennessee days. I agree. But this is classic. Because I guarantee you there were talks between him and, and Auburn going on. Ole Miss finds out about it and says, here's your contract extension. Right. What what can we do to make you happy? It's a classic move. Yeah. It, yes, he did it. He was gonna go he was gonna go to Auburn people, but Ole Miss found an offer to make him and he's he's gonna stay he's gonna stay at Ole Miss for a little while. I, I stand by with what I said. He's a line son he's a line sack of shit, but <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I like the guy, okay? I like the guy, even though he's a lying sack of shit. He's just someone that you just can't help but to like. Exactly. I, I mean, like in today's him, day and age, I agree with you. The dude's just like, especially with his Twitter presence, I love Lane Kiffin. I'm I'm all for Lane Kiffin and the old Miss I Rebels. Am, I, I'm telling you, I love the guy, but I'm telling y'all. He's a lying he, sack he of shit. Have, <laughs> he should have been straightforward. And if he didn't tell his players, Ben, guys, I'm just looking for a contract extension. I, that's the that was the closing meeting that he had, y'all. Yep. He was he wasn't going. He, that's what he told his players. I'm not going anywhere because I'm playing my cards correctly, gentlemen. They're gonna fold and give me a contract extension. I hope one day I meet an Ole Miss player and he tells me that exact same story. <laughs> 
Eh, well, then, you know, on the Auburn side of things, grabbed Hugh Freeze at a Liberty, which I feel like those two, the, that, that name has been linked to Auburn for a long time. I've, I've seen Hugh Freeze deliver, uh, you know, Hugh Freeze to Auburn for God, at least the last eight weeks or so. I've seen that constantly chat about. So that deal finally got done. You know, Matt Rule going to Nebraska. We've been chatting about that since Matt Rule got fired, literally since he got fired. No word on Dion other than Dion confirming that he's in talks and Colorado has offered. Uh, you can only you can safely assume USF has offered as well. And then of the, in my opinion, the biggest one, Luke Fickle going to to Wisconsin. I mean, there's a lot of conversation here. Where do we want to start? I mean, I mean, all three are massive. I don't think Luke Fickle fits at Wisconsin. I'm going really? to go ahead and say that much. I have I that's a questionable, not questionable on Wisconsin's part, but questionable on his part. Mm. I, I don't see where he fits in at Wisconsin. I just I just don't. I wish him all the success in the world, but I, I don't think he fits exactly at Wisconsin. Matt Rule to Nebraska, he fits a little more than what uh, he fits a little better uh, uh, as far as like coaching wise. Uh, recruiting things like that he fits a little bit better with nebraska and then of course dion um there's there's more than just colorado that's talking to dion right now the only thing is is dion willing to leave jackson state because here's something else his son plays at jackson state that number one recruit he snagged in last year plays at jackson state and unless they get some kind of uh, uh what you might call it um a pass or whatever it is of their eligibility they may they may have to sit out a year and so are they going to be willing to do that? So there's there's so much in question as far as as far as what what next move Deion Sanders is going to be. Oh, and then Auburn Auburn with uh Hugh Freeze. I forgot about that. Uh Auburn with Hugh Freeze. I, I think that one, I'm just glad that Hugh Freeze is going to get a second chance at the SEC. Uh made a huge mistake, but everything he basically did at Ole Miss is now or uh, when he was at Ole Miss is basically legal now. So I mean not all of it, but Quite a right, bit of it's right, legal right. now, as far as like the as far as like the NCAA rules go, and everything like that. A guy that I went to co- uh, high school high school with, not college, guy that I went to high school with, played for Hugh Freeze when he was at Arkansas State, and he's he has told me on several occasions, Hugh Freeze is a terrific guy. He takes care of business, but he loves he loves his players. He's going to do well at Auburn. The one thing about the Auburn hire that I really liked is I like that uh, you know he did retain. Uh, Cadillac Williams onto the staff as associate head coach. I love that move. You know, yeah, Car- you know, he put up, uh, you know, Cadillac uh, or Carnell Williams. You know, he put up a, a Twitter post about that, detailing it and how he, you know, got offered the position and accepted it. So, you know, huge fan of that move. Uh, that's a classy move, in my opinion, um, going there. Now, back to the the Luke Fickle thing. I, I actually have to disagree with you. I actually think it's a good fit for him as a whole, mostly because, I mean, he's just a Big Ten guy. I mean, Chad threw that out in the uh, – the, uh, the the chat as well. I mean, he is. You know, he played at Ohio State, won a, won a natty at Ohio State, if I'm not mistaken, you know, as a player. Um, I might be mistaken. Jacob, am I right on that? What When did he play for Ohio State? Am I thinking of the right time range? He did not win as a player. He did not win a natty as a player, but he did win a natty okay. as a coach. Okay. Yeah, he was D.C. there as well when they won the natty. You know, interim head coach there, which, you know, that one didn't work out too much. But, I mean, you know, he's he's a Big Ten guy, in my opinion. And I think that alone, you know, just uh, what he brings to the table, you know, I think that I think it makes it a pretty good fit for him personally, you know, up there in Madison, especially, 
you know, just the level that uh, he does with recruiting. I mean, him as a coach and what he's done in Cincinnati, that's going to automatically bring recruits in. So I, I, that, honestly, out of all the moves, Luke Fickle to, uh, to Wisconsin is my personal favorite and the one that I'm looking forward to seeing what he does the most. Because you got to keep in mind, you know, Luke Fickle, he's been a hot name for at least a couple of years now. I mean, the offers that he got last year and took none of them and stayed with Cincy, and then, you know, the offers that he probably could have had this year and chose Wisconsin – I'm looking forward to seeing what he's going to do there, personally. That's that's my take on it. I like the hire. That's my personal favorite so far. Yeah, that's absolutely the best uh, coaching hire. Probably going to be the best coaching hire uh, as far as this coaching carousel for this round goes. Um, Luke Fickle's uh, play scheme matches quite well within the Big Ten mindset. And Wisconsin is primed and ready to make a big jump within the next few years. Yes, they had an off season this year, but they've had, they lost a lot of people. Their coaching was very subpar this year. It was a, it was an off year. And that one year that Luke Fickle coached at Ohio state can be looked over right. because you know, the sanctions that were on Ohio state, the players that left, it was just a really, really bad year all around. But I would I would say second best hiring is Matt Rule to Nebraska. Mm, okay, and I was actually going to ask you guys' thoughts on that because I've been thinking a lot about the Matt Rule hire, and I was kind of curious on you guys' take on how he would do. Like, do you think he's going to suck for the first few years and turn it around as he did with the previous two colleges? You think he's going to turn this team into a bowl team year one, or you think he's going to suck his entire time and just get fired? How are we feeling about it? I mean, obviously, since you're saying second best, I would say you're not going to say that final option, Jacob. But, you know, that team, you know, how, how do you guys see this kind of working out for Matt? It took him three years to get Baylor from a shitty team to a, from a disaster team to a, a Sugar Bowl team with a 10-win season. So... I don't think it'll take him nearly as long because Nebraska has it more of a recruiting pool than I think Baylor does. I'd say maybe two years to turn Nebraska around. But yeah, I, th I think, I think Nebraska is going to be a, a team to be reckoned with within the big 10 the next couple of years, which is a good thing for that other division. So <laughs> big time. <laughs> I, and, I, and I completely agree. The one thing with Baylor that people need to realize is how tough it is to get in this, to actually get into the University of Baylor. Academic-wise, Baylor has way higher expectations than what you would at the University of Nebraska. No knock on the University of Nebraska. You're, you're literally in the middle of the shithole. But anyway, back to back to. Matt I mean, that's Wolfe. a fair yes, take, I, though, because Baylor is a private school, isn't it? Baylor is a Southern Baptist private school. Yeah. Yes, they are. Um, but uh, yes, I actually had a former pastor who went there, and both of his kids currently go there. But anyway, um, yeah, back to back to Nebraska, and that's why I'm saying Matt Rule's fit with Nebraska fits better, in my opinion, than what Luke Fickle to Wisconsin does. Luke Fickle's not going to be able to be able to turn Wisconsin around near as quick as what Matt Rule will be with Nebraska. I'm not saying that Luke Fickle's not going to have success at Wisconsin, but I am saying that I don't think he's going to win a big t Big Ten championship within the next three or four years. And you're looking at Matt Rule there at Nebraska with the recruiting pull that he's going to be able to pull with Nebraska. That's just going to put him over the top. Like you said, uh, Jacob, you could see him competing in the Big Ten within two years. So, in my opinion, unless you think Luke Fickle's going to turn Wisconsin around next year, Matt Rule is by far the better hire. And also, Chad, Chad threw in a chat that he thinks Matt will be a bust at Nebraska and just suck the whole time. 
I disagree. It, I don't think so, Chad. He's going to have to turn Nebraska around quick because by the time that USC gets into the Big Ten, they're going to be placed into that Western division. If Big Ten doesn't get rid of divisions, which they're looking at right now to just make it like how the Big 12 is and just one big conference and the two best teams are guaranteed at the conference championship. But how do you feel about that? What do you want to happen? I want that to happen. Okay. Is it because of how shitty that other division's been? Yeah. You know, I'm just tired of seeing the Ohio State or Michigan facing uh, Purdue. Minnesota. Purdue. Purdue. I told you. I told you. You did. Yeah, you did. You called that. You called that. (laughs) I'm sitting here. I'm sitting here thinking I've watched Purdue play twice and both times they lost after, after, after being ahead. And I'm like. And then all of a sudden, I'm looking at the I'm looking at the schedule. I'm like, how the hell did Purdue get the Big Ten championship? They're actually winning here lately. So yeah, that's that's still pretty funny though. And then of course Illinois fell flat on its face, but yeah, yeah that's usual. That's that's just the usual. Honestly, I mean, honestly, I'm with you on that. Like as someone who's not a Big Ten fan, though, I'm with you 100 percent. Just because like them getting rid of leader leaders and legends conferences. I mean, that, that has really impacted the conference and we see it like you're saying where you see a Northwestern one year or a Purdue or a Minnesota, maybe a Wisconsin. And but like none of these teams will probably be ranked in most cases and just go get the shit knocked out of them by Ohio state or Michigan. It's just, it's ridiculous at this point. Um, but I mean, as also Chad uh, followed up, he, you know, his, his question about Nebraska potentially just being a, and Matt being a bus is because of USC and UCLA coming in, if they're going to keep divisions, which I, I think that is a fair point. I do think that's a very fair point. Once you factor in USC and UCLA. Now, if you look at strictly, like, let's say that deal was not happening. Honestly, I may not propose the question because, I mean, that division is obviously very weak and has been weak. But with those two coming in as well, Luke going up to Wisconsin, I think that's a fair question to ask if, if MASH is going to be a bust the whole time. But there's one thing Matt Rule has that USC and UCLA do not have, and that's Texas ties. And when you that's have fair. Texas ties, when you have Texas ties, you have the upper hand on just about everything when it comes to recruiting. Because why? Because Texas football – is like church down there. True. <laughs> very, very true. Very, very true. Yeah, so with the, I don't know if you guys have seen this within the last week or two, but since obviously UCLA is not going to be joining the Big Ten because the governor of California That's is right, blocking yeah. that. Is that official? Uh, I, I didn't follow up on that. Oh. Yeah, so since UCLA obviously is a private school, yeah. And they can't join because the governor's saying they care. They are not allowed to just willy nilly jump to a different conference. I don't. I don't personally agree with it, but I, I get where the public versus private schools come from. But there are three schools in talks to joining the Big Ten to replace the UCLA. Utah, naturally. Washington, naturally. And Notre Dame. Not the one I was going to say naturally, too. I thought you were going to say Oregon. <laughs> didn't I mention, didn't I say here while back, go get Notre Dame? Yeah, didn't I, think I so, say yeah. that? Yeah. Here? Yeah. Go you know, Notre I, Dame. I would either go get Notre Dame or I would personally try to go after West Virginia. Why West Virginia? Yeah, I'm, well, I'm, I'm curious on that one. That's not going to make the conference any better. 
So I know they won't make it any better, but it fits more with what the Big Ten is supposed to be. The Great Lakes states. I'm tired of okay, Nebraska okay. being in. I don't want you USC in. Okay, I don't want fair. anybody from the West because they don't deserve to be in our damn conference. That's okay. I, I feel that. Notre Dame from the East, by the way. Yeah, I know, I, I know. But there's already there's already so many Indiana Illinois schools that are in the Big Ten. Right. What's one more gonna hurt? <laughs> I mean, I, I I can see your beef with that. I, I'm I'm big on geographical stuff, as you saw, because I see I'm the same. Thing. Yeah. I'm the I'm the I'm the exact same way. And Jacob, I wholeheartedly agree with you. Yeah. Man. Nobody in the West. Needs to be. Whenever I found out USC was going to join the Big Ten, I just want to throw the I threw the Big Ten for tantrum. I'm like, what the bleep are we doing here? Yeah, I'm big on like if we're, for conferences and divisions. I just want it to be a ge- I want it to geographically make sense. Like that's what I'm I like, want. What's next? What's next? I'm, 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 the Hawaii to the ACC, to baby. Let's go. So <laughs> like, Ohio State has to go play USC at home. We're go- I'm going to have to be staying up so late into the night because it's going to be like a 10 30 start time right and then for, and, and for then, me and then what's next florida state going to the pac 12 i mean come on people yeah what, exactly what are we doing here? exactly it, it, it's stupid you know i've got the i've personally got those same beefs in the nfl too there are those few teams here and there where i was just like you could make the nfl make so much more fucking sense if you just move a couple dallas is one of my biggest ones if I if I had the pick to rearrange the NFL, this is a topic I love doing, by the way. I would th- I would throw Dallas into the um, into the uh, NFC South and swap it with uh, with Carolina, where Carolina's in the NFC East. That's what I would yep. do because that makes more that makes more sense where other teams are. I would change the AFC South because you have fucking Indianapolis Colts in the AFC South and makes no sense at all. That would get changed 100. percent uh, I think I think my idea for that one is put like the Colts in, I think it was the the AFC North, and then for the AFC North, take Pittsburgh and put it in AFC East, and take Miami. While yes, it can be argued for the East because they're on the East Coast, put them in the AFC South. There you go. Geographically makes more sense in my opinion, but alas, we'll never have that. We're gonna have you know Dallas here and the other three teams over here. it makes me so mad all right so of course the playoff show has started we should be getting the uh up yep we got them right here perfect timing nc state at 25 mississippi state at 24 north carolina at 23 what a fall from grace they've had usc at 22 unchanged there and notre dame at 21 six drops there yeah talk about north carolina man they've been booked for the acc championship for I think what the last two weeks now, and lost like the last two weeks in a row. They have just had a fall from grace, you know. And I, yep. I'm and you know going into the ACC championship, you know, you got North Carolina who's had this fall from grace. You had Clemson who just got finally exposed uh, as they should have. Um, so now it's just a big question on that game. I got a big question mark on who to pull for in that game. But, uh, yeah, Notre Dame had that loss to USC. We've got the next five. We got Texas at 20, South Carolina at 19, Tulane at 18, UCLA at 17, Oregon at 16. And let's also not forget that Tulane's head coach is also going to take the Georgia Tech job. That's also something else that happened. Willie Fritz, is that his name, I think? Yeah. Yeah. He is leaving Tulane. Go take Georgia Tech. Pretty nice campus. I like the campus when I checked it out. I was going to pick Tulane to win this week. Yeah, unsure about it now. <laughs> yeah, unsure about it now. <laughs> we know Cuss isn't going anywhere. 
Oh yeah, dude. He's he's. I mean, yet, yet. <laughs> I don't know, man. You know, if I was him, I would stay put. <laughs> Orlando's so a sweet many area. Four lost teams, man. There's too many four lost teams. Yeah, yeah, but that's the usual. That's the usual about this time of year, though. That's true. That's true. I hate All it. right, here we go. The beeves, baby. At 15, let's get it. Uh, who who only had like six completions and beat Oregon? Uh, LSU at 14, fuck Florida State at 13, Washington at 12, and Utah at 11. It's about time they put Florida State above LSU. They beat them in the first week of the year for crying out loud. Man, talk about that LSU drop drop there. You know, it took a third loss for you. I know, you dumbasses, <laughs> to put Florida State above LSU. Did you not watch week one? Right. I swear to myself. Yeah, but week one compared to what the teams committee. are now was is completely different. It's just a completely I, different it's the atmosphere. principle of it. I understand that, but if you're gonna look at their schedule, you gotta look at the entire damn thing, guys. Come on. That Florida that Florida State Mark, they were they were one win away from getting into a damn uh college football playoff until they lost this past weekend. Yeah. They should have yeah. even been close. They should have even been close. Yeah, LSU is getting the break speed off of them by uh, Texas A&M. Also, once again, I want to give another shout out. Shout out to the Beavs, baby, winning the Civil War. I was watching that game. I was watching. The, I was watching the Beavs and all of their six completions they had. Six completions. I think it was six or nine. I don't, I don't remember for sure the exact number, but it was like I think six or nine completions. And I'm not gonna blame it on the on the quarterback. I mean, this, I mean, the quarterback that they have playing, I forgot his name, but he's a freshman. Here we go. Next one. We got Kansas state at number 10. Um, but the, you know, the quarterback for Oregon state, I mean, he's a freshman that came in after, you know, the senior got injured, you know, so he's played pretty well. I mean, he's figuring it out, you know, so when, you know, as a freshman, freshman, uh, beating Oregon and, uh, winning the civil war for the first time for you, Hey, you're on a good track in my opinion. Go beefs. <laughs> K state jumping in the top 10 yep. ahead of their matchup against TCU is going to be Good. It's a great game. Kansas State has three losses, don't they? Yep. One of them to Tulane. Clemson at nine. Oh my fucking god! You've got to be shitting me, bro. Who? Clemson. Clemson at nine. (laughs) You've got to be shitting me. Like I was so distracted on talking about Oregon State, I didn't even bother the process a minute ago that you know Clemson didn't drop out of the top ten. They dropped one spot. What the fuck, man? This team is so, so fucking overrated. So here is what helps Clipson stay in the top ten, and that's South Carolina beating Tennessee. Yeah. I think yeah. that really helps Clipson's case, but Clipson, like, Clipson has zero chance to get in. It's yeah. okay, man. They have zero chance to get also, in. Also, I want to further double down on what we talked about last week. I think we can officially give the crown. Uh, Penn State at number eight. I know Tyler was pretty pumped about that one uh, when it, on Saturday when he, me and how, him were messaging. But I want to further just give the officially give the crown to South Carolina. It's just one of the most inconsistently random teams of this season. <laughs> like, I, no, at, the, at the beginning of the season when me and Brad were going through their scheduling and everything, I think I had South Carolina going eight and four. But I didn't have them beating Tennessee, and I didn't for sure as so hell didn't have them beating Clemson. It's just so random. Like I mean, <laughs> as we looked at, they are like they have been the most randomly inconsistent team this year. Like Jesus Christ. Oh man! Shout out to the Gamecocks. Shout out to the Gamecocks. They're just living their best life over there. Oh, we have Penn State coming in in the top ten. Good for them. Good for them. 
you know, just Looks give good for both Ohio State and Michigan. Yeah, and just gives Penn State fans another reason to want to fire their coach. <clears throat> so close yet so far away. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I think it's a fair take that Tyler had where it's just like, you know, he likes, you know, having uh, Jay Frank because it's like at least they stay relevant, you know. Yep. Uh, yep. That's the main thing. I mean, would it, I mean, if it comes back to it. You get rid of Jay Frank who you get, so. I mean, their only two losses were to Ohio State and Michigan. Exactly. The two that they can't get. I mean, hey, give Jay Frank a few more years. He may pull Jim Harbaugh and finally get over the hump. You know what I mean? Or they could just hire Gus Malzahn. (laughs) Tennessee at number seven. All right. Getting up to top six. So six will be. Who do you you guys think six is going to be? Who's six? Alabama. 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 Ohio State five. No. Well, I'm hoping. If they go by my ranks, Ohio State's going to be number four, but they're going to be douchebags and put USC at number four. Yeah, I can I can wholeheartedly see Ohio State staying at number four. Okay. There was two touchdowns towards the end of that game that were within garbage time. So, I mean. But here's, here is something else that's in favor of Ohio State and why I would put Ohio State at number four is because if you look at the strength of schedule, of course, there's a ton of strength of schedule rankings that were out there. But every one of them consistently had Ohio State strength of schedule right around the 30s. And every one of them had the strength of schedule for USC in the 60s and 70s. So that should tell you something just right off the bat on how their strength of schedule goes. If you're going to go by that, I still say Ohio State needs to stay number four. I would agree that that, Ohio State needs to stay at four. I'm just curious if they're going to do it or not. That would uh, be... uh... Uh, a message to USC to go prove yourself in the Pac-12 championship against. That's Utah. true. That's true. Even, even then, it's not going to prove anything. It's a rematch game. No one gives a shit about rematch games. I love rematch games. Alabama nice. number six. <laughs> are you ahead? Or are you just pretty? Oh yeah, Alabama at six. Yeah, I'm a little ahead. Okay. Man, he's holding his breath, but he's like, "Come yeah, on, this, come this on, come on!" No. We already, we already know Georgia, Michigan, TCU are one, two, and three respectively. We already yep. know that. Yep. It's just who is going to be number four. That's 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 the big thing. Jacob's reaction is going to give it away since he's a little bit ahead. He's holding his breath right now. This is a big deal. This is a big moment. They're really building up for it. They are really building up building up for it. I mean, oh boy. Uh oh. Oh boy. I, he, oh Uh-oh. boy. That tells oh, it right no. there. Oh, no. They put USC at four, didn't they? They did. They put they USC at four. I'm so oh. fucking pissed. Ohio State <laughs> at five. So USC will be at four. Wow. Okay. We might as well go back to the BCS program. This is terrible. <laughs> we need to hurry up and get this thing opened up to more teams, is what we need to do. That's what we need to do. We need to hurry up and get to that, man. They've got a deadline of went tomorrow to uh, to be able to extend it to twenty at uh, yep. at the year twenty twenty four. So USC at four, and we like I said, we already know three and two and and one. Yeah, you know, we already yeah, we already know those. Yeah, TCU at three, no shock there. So, so Jacob, sorry, are you okay? TCU and USC are losing in, in their championship games. Are they losing in the conference championship games? Yep. So here is so here is the thing though, and this is this is where I get these rematch games. USC going down, USC's out. But if TCU loses, I think TCU should stay in. You know, I'm getting so sick and tired of hearing sports analysts say that Alabama still has a chance to make it into the playoffs. I am so sick and tired of hearing that. Yep, and Georgia won, uh, Michigan too. 
And uh, so Steve, as just, a Michigan fan, also said that he would have kept uh, OSU at number four as well. So here is – I'm just going to go ahead and say this. This is by far the worst committee that I have ever seen since this college football playoff thing even started. I can agree to that. This has the been a wild few weeks. I've ever seen in my – I mean, of course, if we've only had the college football playoff, what? What was the first was year? 2014. Yeah, 2014. 2014 was first year. So, I mean, this is the this is what, year nine now? You might as well say, yeah, year nine is now. We're in year nine, and this is the best these guys could do. It's 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 obvious the three undefeated teams. That That's obvious. Yeah. But they don't take anything in consideration. When I saw, when you have LSU with the, as a two-loss team, a few weeks back when they were at number five, that ought to have told everybody a little bit of something. This committee is clueless. Every single one of them are clueless. The AP poll is clueless. The coaches poll is clueless. The coaches are the ones who vote on this crap, and they're, they're clueless. It's like get people like us, get fans, get people who are going to be like who are going to be consistent. Stop getting these rich athletic director, rich fucks. I'm trying to be calm because my my wife and kid are in there, and I don't want them to hear me say fuck. But anyway, <laughs> stop getting. Stop getting these people. I mean, it's like I've said before. They had Condoleezza Rice as a committee member once, for crying out loud. That ought to tell you something right there. Get people who know this game. Stop getting these uh, the, the, these idiots who have ties with these conferences, because that's all it really is. I mean, the head of the freaking thing is, is the freaking AD at where? What is it? North Carolina State, I believe yeah, is what it is. is. Yeah. Yeah. That ought to tell you something right there. He's from the ACC. He doesn't know football. None of them do. Yeah, I'm a firm believer that the only people that should be in the committee are sports analysts, former players, and former coaches. And I would, I wholeheartedly agree with that because you have those who have actually, they'll actually watch it and be able to analyze it and specify it, everything like that. But whatever this little program formula that they're going by, it's just not working. I understand the conference championships. I wholeheartedly understand it, but you and I damn well know that Ohio State is a better team than USC. Everybody knows Ohio State's a better team than USC right now. We are supposed to get the best four teams, not the four teams they just want to throw in there. I can't wait till it's 12. I cannot wait until it's 12 teams. Yeah, uh, a couple of things to follow up here in chat. You know, Steve saying playoffs should be open to the top eight. Uh, that's some, you know, which it's eight or 12. I mean, so depending on how you want to look at it, I think both sides have a valid argument. And then Chad also bringing some heat on uh, on Ohio State here. Can't get beat at home when your best win is versus a team with no top 25 wins and a Notre Dame team that lost to Stanford and Marshall at home. Bringing some heat there. I will say after that loss to Michigan, um, I, I did see some people call that a really bad loss. Do you feel that same way, that that was a really bad loss? Yeah. Okay. But like, then again – uh, again, the two touchdowns that they got were in garbage time. So right. I don't, I don't necessarily look at any score that's within garbage time at all okay. uh, as be, as to be relevant. Uh, also, that Notre Dame team completely flipped the script the second half of the season. That is true. They did. They figured it out. They figured it out. Yeah. They really have. First year, first year head coach, first time ever head coach. Right. I'm gonna disagree with one of your comments, Jacob. That first touchdown. 
was definitely relevant because that really put the nail in the coffin. That second touchdown was just saying, here you go. We're just going to, we're just going to run the score up a little bit, even though it was just a huge, long, long touchdown. I'm, I'm just saying that first touchdown definitely was the nail of the coffin period. Even though oh, my, the my, my reaction was not t- towards you. It was towards the comment in chat. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, I was, I, was about, I was just making sure I was making sure just so that way I could defend myself just a little yeah, bit. Yeah. We also <laughs> got, no, um, we also got another one here. Uh, lol laughing emoji. Ohio state just got blown out of hand, blown out at home. Bama should be ahead of, I violently disagree with Bama being ahead. I will no. say that. So while I say that, while I, I will say I, I personally, like like Jacob agrees, I do view that as a very bad loss for Ohio State, in my opinion. Like if it was like a a single score, I would be fighting tooth and nail for them to still be four. You know what I mean? But like with the, with the loss that it was, I understand how they went down to five, even though I don't fully agree. But in terms of Bama being ahead, no chance. Like no, not not this year's Bama team. I'm sorry. So. One thing that we also have to look at is USC's loss. USC's loss was Utah. And Utah was not that highly ranked when they played USC. And we also have to remember Utah has three other losses. They have three other losses. One of those losses was to a 6-6 six six Florida team. So yeah. in that way, in that way, that's going to balance out, in my opinion. So no, your comment's irrelevant to me. I'm sorry. It's irrelevant. Whoever made that comment. I actually know, I have no idea who it is. Thanks for coming by, though. I appreciate you for stopping by. I have no idea who it is. Thanks for coming by and getting berated for that comment. <laughs> look, hey, look, listen. I, I feel like I can, you know, I can say this, and every person in the world can probably agree. It's a sports show. It is a football show. There will always be disagreements. So, like, there will be disagreements Absolutely. between us on the show. If people come in and want to chat with us, we're going to probably violently disagree with what they have to say. But once the show's done, hey, I, hey, I love you. Thank you for stopping by. Drop a like on the, the live stream and the video. Subscribe to the channel. Be a friend. Tell a friend. We appreciate you. <laughs> but, I mean, it's sports we're talking about here. There's a lot of heat that we got to go over, okay? You know, there's a lot of heat when it comes to these conversations. We, we know the territory. It's all good. <laughs> Oh, man. Um, well, do we want to kind of go ahead and jump into some games? Like, Jacob, do you want to kind of give your full thoughts on that game this weekend? Uh, I mean, I can, but I'd rather hear Ricky first go over his thoughts <laughs> in the Mizzou-Arkansas game. <laughs> Damn. Exactly what I told you was going to happen. We have never won a Columbia. Missouri, how the freak Missouri's our kryptonite? I have no idea. This is worse that Indianapolis is kryptonite with Jacksonville. I want to explain that. Just, you know, it is worse. <laughs> I love that reference. We have better recruiting pools. We have better facilities. We have better ties, and we can't beat Missouri. It doesn't matter who our coach is at this point. We we cannot we cannot do it. And just a simple fact that the team that we had, like I mean, and that's the thing. One thing that I will say, and you two might be able to agree with it a little bit, even though it's Arkansas. We had enough evidence from last season. We had enough pull that came back for this season to honestly say we we thought that we should have had a way better season than six and six. We are four plays away, gentlemen. Four simple plays away from instead of being six and six, we're ten and two. Four plays. That's all. Four plays. The two losses would have been Alabama, Mississippi State. Four plays. And we're 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 a ten and two team, but instead, 
we are this little crappy six and six middle of the shithole pack, and that's just how it works. <laughs> and the only two bowl games, at this point, I don't care what bowl game we go to. I don't give a damn what game we go to. The two that I've seen is the Texas Bowl against Oklahoma, whoopty freaking do. And the other one is the <laughs> Vegas Bowl against UCLA. Why would anybody, why the hell would any, anybody want to go to Vegas and spend in a, an expensive ass hotel? I mean, yeah, I mean, it is nice. Don't get me wrong. There's good gambling there and everything like that. Good Why gambling, would they want to go gambling. when um, chance of you know you know uh, you know prostitutes coming up to you? You got to pay for that. Uh, you know every, everything in Vegas, the food's expensive. Why in the world, if you were Las Vegas? In general, if you are Las Vegas, why are you hosting two six and six teams? I, I don't understand that. Why? Well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. UCLA. I don't think UCLA is six and six. I know Arkansas is, but why in the world would you want to host that? Give the national championship there or something like that. That's where you make your good money at. Not this bullcrap Arkansas team. No, man. This is if I'm said Pittman. I'm not accepting any bow bid. I'm staying home. I'm watching <laughs> film. I'm going to my house over there in Lake Hamilton. I'm going to kick back. I'm going to relax. And then I'm going to drink some beer and figure out what the hell went wrong this season. This season was a complete and utter joke. And I am done with it. I don't care who they play. <laughs> if, if, if we're going to make a pick for the bowl games, I'm just going to skip by the Arkansas game and go to the next game. I don't know who the hell else is going to go in. Utah State, for crying out loud, is 6-6, six and six, people. Come on. It has been a hell of a disappointing season for Arkansas. God, like, I won't lie. Damn. That's like, what? I don't understand it. I don't understand it. And then not only that, we have four people, uh, we have three people get arrested, four people quit the team. It's just been a disaster, people. It is a disastrous season for Arkansas fans. And I'm telling you right now, if it wasn't for my Dallas Cowboys giving me some wins right now, y'all, I'd probably be in worse shape than Alex <laughs> is right now because all his teams are losing. Yeah, all four, baby. Let's go. Hey, except yeah, for he the just, Hey, I had except to throw the shade bees. right there at the except end. For, except for the bees. I'm just saying, man. He's smiling right now. Do you see me smiling? Go bees, like baby. Winning the Civil War. Does it look like Does it look like I'm happy that Arkansas yes. 6 and 6? Yes, actually. You look very thrilled accepted, to be here. I would have accepted I would have accepted 8 and 4. I would have accepted 8 and 4. Gladly accepted 8 and 4. Not six and six. Six and six is basically saying, here you are. It's mediocre. You had a football season. Good. You know what? I don't think get rid of the six and six bowl games. Just get rid of them. You don't deserve Hey, hey, don't go that far. That's how the bows get to a bowl game. Uh, calm down yeah. now. Go bows, baby. <laughs> <laughs> That's how they get the bowl games, man. It's not nice six you and still, six. You still owe me 20 bucks from whenever Hawaii lost to Vanderbilt. I just want to point that out, too. I also owe Shane 20 bucks. I haven't paid that either. <laughs> Get around to that when I get around I to it. I'm about to say, I don't give a damn. <laughs> hey, but you know, this is a very special weekend for us because this is the first time that all three of us can say our favorite college team lost. That's a, you know, we're, we're besties. We're all on the same page now. Yeah, it finally happened to me. <laughs> it finally fucking happened. <laughs> oh, yeah. Miami got blown out by Pitt. Not a lot to talk about on that one. Uh, there's really not. I mean, Miami. Miami is. Uh, you know, it's it's going to be a little, it's going to be a transition. I mean, that's what it's going to be. You know, we'll see how things go in the next year and beyond. That's how I feel about Hawaii as well. It's all a transition. I still believe in the future. I'm ha I'm happy for it. But but Jacob, how are you feeling about that Ohio State loss? 
you know, let's dive into it. How you feeling about that game? I was watching that game while playing Pokemon. Uh, well, I'm just listen. I wasn't gonna soak this in, but since you guys got me riled up about Arkansas, Missouri, I'm gonna put a smile on my face, even though Ohio State has less losses than Arkansas. I'm just gonna sit back here and smile. <laughs> uh. it, Ricky's been waiting for this all year. <laughs> I have been I have been waiting 12 <laughs> long games and it finally happened. Even though I have had Ohio State as the best team the entire year, I'd still put a smile on my face, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> okay. Two things before I get into my little recap of the game, all right? First off, any single Ohio State fan that is calling for Ryan Day to be fired can take their jersey off and get out because they obviously do not know football. I will agree with that, even though I hate Ryan Day, but anyway. I agree. It was not his it was not all his fault that we lost that game. The players made some dumb, foolish mistakes, like a stupid penalty on the sideline where one of our players decided it would be a good idea to go up and headbutt one of Michigan's players. <laughs> <laughs> oh man <laughs> that 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 penalty you can see that the, after that penalty the morale just completely switched completely switched second off anybody who's pissed at both ryan day and cj stroud for losing not one two rivalry games in a row can be justified i will say that they can be justified because and this goes back to the question earlier that i said i would not answer until right now there is no bigger game to an ohio state fan or to a michigan fan than the game fair yes national championships are nice yes bowl champ or uh, conference championships are nice but if you cannot beat Michigan, two years in a row, there is something wrong with you. Mm. When a Ohio State head coach signs a contract with Ohio State, there are stipulations within that contract, and one of those stipulations is win the game. I don't care if Ohio State only wins one game a year. As long as that one win is Michigan, I'm fine with that. And Michigan fans will say the exact same thing, vice versa. But to actually go through the game, it was sloppy on both sides, I will say. We held Blake Corum for when he was in, and then we held his backups for a while. And then towards the third quarter, late into the third quarter, into the fourth quarter, they just blew us out of the freaking water. It looked like the Northwestern game with how they were able to run all over our defense. It's words cannot explain because the last time that this happened, I was the age of one and two. What, when you guys lost back-to-back? -back? When we lost back-to-back -to, -back to Mr. Tom Brady and Charles Woodson. Mm. 
99 and 2000. Steve also threw out there that he would argue there is no bigger game uh, in college football than the game. True. It consistently gets the highest amount of viewership every single year for a college football. Chad also threw out there that uh, OSU's last three losses, I'm assuming he obviously means over seasons, you know, um, not just, uh, you know, just saying. Uh, it gave up 900 yards rushing combined. So is it just kind of a, you know, rushing defense issue that you guys got going on there? Yeah, I, I would. So obviously we made a big jump from last year to this year with Jim Knowles at the helm of the defense. Huge jump. But one thing I saw in this game in particular and last year's game against Michigan is get caught sleeping pretty easy at times. 90% of the time, our players are in the right position doing exactly what they should do. There's just those, there's those certain plays that consistently happen with Ohio State where we just let a 60-yard run or a 60-yard-plus pass for a touchdown. It's looking like the Big 12, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> but... With Jim Knowles at the, at the helm, you know, this was his first year. Fantastic bounce back year for the defense. It can only get better from here with him because he is a guru when it comes to the defense. I, I will arguably say he is the best D coordinator in the country. Okay. Okay. And that's not just because I'm an Ohio State fan. I just think he is one of the smartest defensive minded coaches in the NCAA. Okay. I, I, was say, I was about to say, y'all could have Barry Odom if you want him. <laughs> <laughs> Arkansas's done with him. Kendall, Bra- Ken- Kendall Browse, too. Give, y'all can have Kendall Browse, too. He could he could revamp his career elsewhere, <laughs> even though there, even though there are talks that Kendall Browse may be taking the job at South Carolina for as an offensive coordinator. So we'll see we'll see if that ever happens. But no, I mean I'll I'll, I'll say this much, Jacob. I, I'm as a college football fan, you see one thing. But when you were an actual Ohio State fan, I I had to I literally just sat in your shoes, listening to you explain what it means to you as a fan. Because as a fan, I don't know what it means to Ohio State and Michigan. I know it's a big game. I know it's the game, the rivalry game. But this game is everything to you guys. Like it's like no other games. It's almost like it's a sin to lose to every to lose. You can lose to everyone, but it's Except a sin. Them to lose to Michigan and that's that that's big time now I will say this much Jacob the biggest difference between last year and this year last year I knew I said Michigan was I know it wasn't on the show last year but I said Michigan was the better team last year this year I thought Ohio State was the better team and this year Ohio State just got caught sleeping in the in the big moment it's like a national championship game all over again uh, so it just it's just one of it's just one of those deals that just happens and it just happens at the wrong time of the year. But Jacob, I'm gonna say this again. If Ohio State's my number four team, I'm still gonna pick Ohio State to win the national championship. I still Respect. think they're that good. I don't think Georgia's the number one team. I don't think Michigan's the number one team. I still think Ohio State can if they put Ohio State number four, I would bet money that you could put Ohio State as a number four team. You could take any other team in this country, and I would put money on Ohio State to win the national championship as a four seed. 
Mm. And that, you know, that is still possible too. It is very possible. As long, you God, know, right now, right now, Jacob, you're a Trojans fan, my friend. I mean, you're not a Trojans fan. You're a Utah fan right now. Yep. Yeah, right now you I'm, are. I'm, I'm, I'm a, I'm a Utah Utes. fan. Yep. I'm a K-State fan. Yep. I'm a Purdue fan. <laughs> Georgia's a lock. Georgia's yeah, a, Georgia's, Georgia's a, a lock. Mich- lock hey, well, Georgia and Michigan are both locks. They could lose by 40, and they're still locks. Yeah, right now you're a big old Utah fan. Shout out to Cam, uh, Cameron Rising. Hopefully he can get that dub for you. As far as the future, uh, what what the future has in store, I am holding. I'm 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 really really nervous for Ryan Day because at Ohio State, the alumni has a huge say, huge say, as far as coaching goes. Well, man, I've I've said this before, Jacob. I think Ryan Day is going to find an NFL job before too long. I, now, I do believe that. Is it going to be this offseason? You like think it's more? It's looking looking now. It's more realistic. Do what you say? What you say? Alex? Do you think it's going to be this offseason? It could be. What? Why not? Here, here. Let me just throw out a, a meme for you. Watch it be fucking like, because I still think he's going to be fired as much as I hate it. Watch it be fucking Houston and watch him draft CJ. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It could, it could, that, that could happen very well, likely happen. But I mean, it just, and listen, and I, but I, I'm with you. I don't think Ryan Day deserves to be fired. I, I, I don't. True. But here's the thing Ohio State's expectations, like, cause I'm used to Arkansas expectations, man. Like me, like me going eight and four is no big of a deal. If Ohio State ever goes eight and four, the coach is automatically fired. I'm just going to say that, or so that, say that right now. Anyways, but, in this, in the same run, Ohio State's expectations are always to be the best, and it's the same with the Ohio State fans. It's yep. why I've always said this is why I can't stand Ohio State fans. They get on my nerves because the simple fact is they could go zero and twelve and still prove it. Still find some way to say we're the best. I'm telling you, it's it's. I'm ho- I'm praying that it happens one day, and that I can't wait till that first Ohio State fan said, "We should be number one." Let me show you what happened here on this play. If this guy wouldn't <laughs> miss this block, we'd be the national champions right now. I'm telling you, it's gonna happen one day. But no, but I mean, still though, I mean, it's like I understand it's one game, but you still have that possibility of getting into the playoff. Now, if they don't get into the playoff. That's when you got to really start sweating for Ryan Day's job. I'll be honest with you. I'm kind of shocked he didn't get fired sooner. Really? Mm. This, 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 hear me out here. Okay, listen, listen. I'll even right give, I'll even give game, you uh, Discord focus. <laughs> right after that game is when they should have fired him, if they were going oh. to fire him this year. Because... The number one guy is already off the board for us. Luke. Luke Fickle. I think that if they missed their opportunity completely, now they're scrambling. Ryan Day going to go to the NFL. Are we going to keep him? Or the third option. We're going to fire him and name Jim Knowles our head coach. I don't. I think you'll bring back Urban Meyer before you bring Jim Knowles as the head coach. 
See, I don't think so. I, I honestly don't. I don't. I do. I do not think even Ohio State or Florida or Utah or Bowling Green, wherever. Shout every, out every to Bowling Green. Urban, <laughs> every other place that Urban Myers is coached, Urban Meyer will never coach again. Well, there is one thing that he did that Ryan Day still has not done, and that's won a national championship with Ohio State. Very true. But I, I'm, very, I'm actually with Jacob. True. I don't think he's ever going to coach again. But also shout out to the fact that he you you name dropped Bowling Green. Shout out to that. <laughs> one of one of my favorite little sound bites from like the last season when like it was me, uh, Shane and Tyler was we were talking about like uh, all these teams of, that Urban Meyer's played for whatever, and it's like an Urban Meyer Bowl was happening, whatever it was. I don't remember. And like Tyler was going on about like it's the Urban Meyer Bowl, whatever, and named the teams. And I'm like, what about Bowling Green? And Tyler just pauses and he's like. Do you see Bowling Green winning anything? <laughs> I'm like, I'm just being technical. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> they like to win six and six bowl games. Put yeah, them in six yeah, like Hawaii. Come on, Arkansas, man. We we live for those six and six bowl games. Let's go. Hey, shout out to UConn, who's bowl eligible this year. Hey, shout out to the Huskies. Jim Morris turned that program around, man. Thanks for thanks for you know bringing up a, another team that beat Liberty. By the yep. way, New Mexico State beat Liberty, and New they Mexico did. State was considered one of the worst team, the worst team in the FBS at one point this yeah. season. That hey, what just shows that make, you what does that make Arkansas? An Ooh. FCS program. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> oh man. But no, the Ryan Day conversation on if he's going to go to the NFL, this is going to be the off. That's going to be an interesting conversation. You know, because right now, you know, the team, I mean, you know, like we have Carolina in the Colts, which is the Colts, is, that's obviously a weird situation kind of up in the air. After that, I mean, everyone else still is their head coach at this time, but who's going to potentially get fired? Um, you know, as much as we want to throw Josh McDaniels, that's not happening. <laughs> to my understanding from, I think I think I sent to you guys, didn't I? I sent it in one of the discords yeah, where the Raiders yeah. literally don't have money. So that's well, that one's not. I think Cliff Kingsbury's a legitimate possibility, which I think that was one of my coaching hot seats. Uh, and man, I've been saying it all season long. And with how this, how their record is, I'm telling you, Lovey Smith's going to get fired. I said at the beginning of the year he was my number one lock to be fired this year, and it's not yeah, because he's, he's going to be gone. It, it sucks. Yeah, I love Lovey, but I mean, like the, the thing is, you no 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 person on this planet can try to convince me that Lovey was the guy they wanted. You just can't convince me of it. That was like, oh, shit, we need someone. He was our D.C. last year. Defense played pretty well. They were like, I think, top ten in the league last year in takeaways. We'll just go with him. He's been a head coach. He's been to a Super Bowl. Let's just roll with him. You know, he's got head coaching experience. You can't convince me that was their guy. He's fired, 100%. And, it, man, I'm telling you, it's going to be hilarious if Houston some you know gets Ryan Day down there and Houston's sitting there the number one pick and C.J. declares – that's going to be a conversation. That's going to be a conversation to get his guys to go for someone else because they need a quarterback. Especially since they uh, oh. they benched uh, you know Dougie Longneck Mills. That's the one and only time you'll ever hear me call him Longneck. Shout out to you, Tyler. I will also like to throw it out there and uh, might make someone else in here a little little mad, little 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 curious. But Don't uh, say it. Don't you say it. If you bring up Sean Payton, I swear to God. No, 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 no. Okay, good. Okay, good. Even if we do make the, even if we miraculously make the NFC Championship game this year for the first time since the 90s, Mike McCarthy's still fired after this year. 
God, are we really going to have this conversation again? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Who are they going to put there? Like, who else are we going to put there? Jacob, you and I have had this conversation before. You and I both disagree that we, we should not we should not have Sean Payton as our head coach. You and I have both agree well, on that. Yeah, yeah, yep. But who else is there? <clears throat> I mean, you've got to upgrade. Where are we, Who are we going to upgrade to? We have two prime candidates already sitting at the Dallas organization. And who are the two prime candidates? I want to hear this. Sean Payton's probably one of them. Coxer. No, our OC in DC. Kellen Moore. Okay. Dan okay, Quinn. Okay. I, I don't know if Kellen Moore is head coach material at this point in time. We said the same thing about Sean McVay. I didn't say the same thing about Sean McVay. I, I like did. that Sean McVay was promoted. I mean, I definitely said it. Obviously, this was well before the show was a thing, uh, but I that's definitely thing, said that's, it. That's the thing, though. I, I I don't know. It's I I don't know about that, Jacob. I, I just don't know. But if it happens, man, I you know I'll give you a cookie. I'll buy you a cookie. You know what? If a single happens, cookie. Well, then, wait, <laughs> yeah. If it happens, I'll send you a McAllister's gift card. Y'all got a McAllister's up there in Ohio somewhere? <laughs> no. <laughs> Do you know what a McAllister's is? That's right. That's no right. No idea. Okay. It's a good deli place. Okay. It's you guys right. know what don't, a don't, don't let him lie to you. Is. It's okay. Yes, we have some that are opening up down here. Yeah, we, we have all right, one. Perfect. Just give some. me a crumble cookie gift card. There you go. Crumble cookie gift card. I have, to, I have to remember. I'll give you a crumble cookie gift card if Mike McCarthy gets fired and they hire Kellen Moore or the other guy, whichever one. I don't care which one they hire at this point. I just, you know, I just want to win a Super Bowl. Did you just forget Dan Quinn's name? I did forget doing Quinn's name. Okay, man. man, I'm telling you guys. I am telling you guys. I'm either getting dementia or Alzheimer's, one of the two. I'm telling you. I was trying to get. I was trying to do so many things today, and I'm like. What was I supposed to do at this point in time? And it happened like four times a day. So yeah, my mind. Yeah, so yeah, I can't believe. But yes, I did forget Dan Quinn's name. Yes, I did. I did there for a sec. Thank you for reminding me, sir. Thank you for reminding me. Fake fan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you were a true fan, especially also an Arkansas fan, you'd be calling for Sam Pittman to be the head coach of the Cowboys. You're not a true fan. Oh, please, for the love of God, no. <laughs> That damn jukebox. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and man. Sam Pittman would be a great head coach for the Dallas Cowboys. Hey, there are Arkansas fans <clears throat> calling for him to be fired, so here's his chance. And they're stupid. I so, know. You know. <laughs> um, did you guys happen to see the current projected uh, top 10 for the draft for the NFL? Yep. I got it pulled Bryce up Young here. was one. Well, I, I just mean the, the projected order, not the players. Oh, the projected order. Yeah, the no, teams. I did okay. not say that. I, well, I know Houston. Yeah, Houston's got to be one. Yeah, they're they're one. Uh, Seattle's still at two, thanks to the Denver pick. Thanks to the Denver pick. Uh, the Denver pick, yeah. Because yeah, Denver sucks. Yeah. Huge, uh, Chicago huge. at three, which I'm here for. I'm here for this. Let's go. Because I'm still excited for the future. We have $125 million to spend next year. This year was always going to be a wash. I'm here they're for this. Spend, they're only going to spend $10 million of it. And Probably, the rest but of we'll see. Discount. Uh, Carolina at four, Detroit at five from the Rams pick, uh, Philly at six from the Saints pick, uh, Pittsburgh at seven, Colts at eight, Arizona at nine, Vegas at 10. I mean, it goes further. I mean, you got lines at 11, Falcons, 12, et cetera, et cetera. Jaguars at 14. Look at them not being in the top 10. Look at that. At least for now. I mean, things could change. Where was Carolina? Carolina was projected number four. Okay. So whoever that that's got to be a, a decently enticing job in my opinion. You got a fat contract off a glass cannon off your roster, 
You know, you're gonna have the number fourth overall pick. I don't know your money situation, but I know getting rid of that glass cannon is gonna be pretty helpful. You know, that might be an enticing position, honestly. Enticing opening. I'm ready for the draft. I'm here for it. Uh, talking about Houston, this is this is the weekend, boys. This is the weekend. Oh, the ripest, the ripest spec. Yep. And yep. Uh, uh, Tony Buzzard, whatever his name is, uh, I think he's the attorney for all the accusers. Uh, he is apparently going to have 10 of the women there at the game in attendance in a suite. What? I'm not, I'm not joking. I am not joking. I am not joking. So let me get this straight. Let me get this straight. I'm not kidding. This is a thing, man. I read it earlier and I couldn't believe it. Let me fact check this. Let me make sure that. You literally. Just make Deshaun Watson the hero in this damn thing. Here we are. I fought for you women. I fought for you, and you're going to go see him play a football game? Are you freaking kidding me? Yeah, no, yeah, this is, yeah, because this was from ESPN is where I saw it. About 10 of the women who accused Deshaun Watson of sexual harassment and assault will attend the Browns-Texans game Sunday for Watson's return from suspension. Their attorney, Tony Busby, said they wanted to make a statement, we're still here, we matter. That that's that's please, what it is. Please, please oh my god. For the please love of let god. the camera pan to them and have a They're gonna be in a sweet box, so please let a graphic come up <laughs> with them on camera. Man. Oh my god. Man. I cannot believe this shit. I cannot believe what I just heard. You mean to tell me I fought for these women, guys. Yeah, I dude. sat here, I fought for them. I wanted this bastard to be away from football for the next couple of years, and they want to sit in the suite for his game? Oh, come on, people. Cause we want cause we matter. Cause we we matter so much. We're gonna be sitting in a suite where no one can see us. Give me a break. This is a dumb. Uh, Jesus Christ, Lord have mercy. What kind of a world do we live in? You get this legal hush money, and now you want to go to see a football game. I don't understand. I don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand. I would fully understand if you were going to go sit with the Houston side and flip him off the entire time. I'd be totally Well, that's to my understanding, that. that's what it is, because you keep in mind, this is in Houston. So it'll be a Houston sweet box. But you said the attorney for Deshaun. No, it was the, the, no, it was the attorney for, for the accusers. Even it, yeah, I mean, even I, look, it doesn't change a whole lot. I mean, if it was the attorney for Deshaun Watson, that changes that that, that changes a lot. You're but, in the suite. Yeah. You want to make a statement? <laughs> go on the fifty yard line. But yeah, no, it's the it's the attorney for all the accusers is the one oh, that's going to have them in a suite of, box. God, this attorney's a dumbass. So, does Jacoby Brissett start somewhere next year? You guys think that's a question. But he's playing pretty good football that's a this year. What, he started they, for Cleveland because Deshaun Watts is not going to be worth a damn. They're going to have another situation like Russell Wilson. I feel like if Jacoby's going to start next year, it's going to be from a team that just couldn't get the guy they really wanted. I'm going to be real with you. I like I like Jacoby, but the I don't York think Jets. He's, I don't I don't know, man. They got Mike fucking White. All right, they'll be yeah, okay. Mike White is insane, <laughs> and that, that's actually another conversation we'll get to here in a second. But no, in terms of Jacoby Brissett, um, I mean, I feel like it's going to be a team that just didn't get who they wanted. It's going to be very similar to like the bears when we signed Andy Dalton. You know what I mean? I don't remember who we were trying to get then, but then it's like Andy Dalton gets signed. It's like, really? It's like, all right. Yeah, whatever you, we know that wasn't, or even when the bears got Mike fucking Glennon, 
for a $45 million contract. You know, it's going it's to be that same boat where it's like a team that's going to get Brissett potentially is going to be a team that just couldn't get the guy they wanted. But in terms of the Jets, though, you know, Mike White, you know, he had some he had some rough games last year when he played. He had some amazing games last year when he played. Then he came out against the Bears, put on a hell of a show. Granted, we had some injuries on defense. Eddie Jackson's out for the year now. A couple other injuries here and there. It is what it is. Um, but, I mean, there, there's got to be a legitimate question on do you just go back to Zach Wilson because he's your first-round draft pick, second overall, or do you, you rock with Mike White? I've been a Mike White supporter since last year. Give me a fucking Mike White. I think Zach Wilson's a fucking bust. I've been saying that from yep. the get-go. I've been saying that since he was in college. He is a bust. Like, I've said it before. I'll say it again. The same level of hype that he got through the draft process – the, it reminds me so much of what happened to fucking Mitchell Trubisky. It reminds me of so much what happened with Blaine fucking Gabbard at Missouri when he went 10th overall to Jacksonville. Same same concepts. Like, where's all this hype coming from? Where's it coming from? Why is it here? It's just dickheads like Mel Kuyper thinking that he's actually a genius when he's not. Hey, Mel, still waiting for you to fucking retire after the Jimmy Clausen call, you dipshit. That was another one where it's just like, where's the where where where's the tape? Is there a hidden tape that you're not showing me here? You know, that where he's going to be a great NFL quarterback. Uh, I'm Zach Wilson's a bust up front. Give me Mike White, Mike fucking White with the Jets every day of the week. I mean, if, I, if I'm the Jets, you're rocking with Mike for the rest of the season. Or even Big Dick Joe. Give me Big, Big Dick Joe out here. He played great the first few weeks when Zach was out. Just go away from Zach, man. He's already. Robert, he, uh, Robert Soleil said yesterday I know, that I know. he still hopes to play Zach Wilson by the end of the season. I know. Jet season's done as long as but, Zach's under the helm. But Robert Slay has been known to throw audibles this year when it comes to his quarterback position. So I am not taking anything to heart with, with what he says. Right. I will say this much. They need he needs to make a decision and he needs to make it quick. Listen, I understand that Mike White won a game this past weekend. You know that's great. Um, no offense, Alex. Chicago didn't play worth a damn. No, and Chicago's not no, a very no good team taken. this year. Let's just let's just yeah. Be, the, you know, the, the only I, thing that Chicago has going for them is Justin Fields right now. So. Yep, and he was out. It's, it's, I mean, we we had Trevor Seaman starting. So I know it's Simeon. I like to say Seaman. Leave me alone. I'm a child. Exactly. Well, you know exactly, but it's one game. But one thing that he has to do, who is going to help you get further? Who's going to take that? Who's going to give you, get you over that hump? Because there is a very, very well possibility, gentlemen, that the Jets can make the playoffs this year, even as crazy as their quarterback position has been this year. The First Jets time in 11 make, years. The Jets can still make the playoffs this year. So if you think Zach Wilson and call it what it is, yes, Zach Wilson has been a bust, but we have seen Zach Wilson be consistent at t as time as well. If if he's going to make the decision, he needs to make it. But I'm telling you, that's why he's saying we're hoping Zach Wilson can play because we know how we could try to make an adjustment with Zach Wilson. We don't know enough about Mike White at this time to fully say, hey, he is our guy. You put Mike White against a legitimate defense, then we can decide who is going to be able to move forward with, uh, or who's going to be able to move forward with this organization moving ahead to the playoffs. And that's fair because a couple of the games that Mike started last year when Zach was out that he really struggled in was against two of the better defenses last year of Buffalo and New England. 
Uh, and the my, Jets my, were horrible last year. The, yeah, the Jets were, were absolutely yeah, were. pathetic this yeah. year. This year, they're they're actually they've developed their weapon. They have weapons. I can't believe I'm saying that. The Jets have weapons. Used to this is the this is what I used to do. Me and me and another guy that another fantasy football league. We used to have this little uh, this little system that not to draft a defense, but whoever was playing the New York Jets, that's the defense we were going to pick that week. Yep. You can't yep. you can't you can't do that anymore. Now it's the Houston Texans. <clears throat> I agree. I agree. Houston Texans is a dumpster fire. Now, with the quarterback thing, I also have another question for you. And Sauce is a guy. That is correct. Sauce is an absolute beast. Uh, but another question, you're talking about quarterbacks. At this point in time, what do you guys do in Green Bay? You shut Aaron Rodgers down. Why, the, why, would, you, why would you even want to play him at this point? It, they, it, this is obviously they, they still actually have a playoff chance. Technically, they are a not officially eliminated. Chance. They have a two percent chance. And Aaron Rodgers confirmed today he is playing this weekend against Chicago. And he's an idiot. He said some uh, some tests came back positive, and uh, and he will be playing this weekend. But you know, once they get eliminated, what do you do? Do you go ahead and rock with Love at this point? And yeah, I mean, because he's your future. I mean, he is no matter. I mean. He should, in theory, should be your future. I mean, do you? Is it, are we about to see a, a duplicate situation of what we saw with with Farvin Rodgers? All this yes. is is an egotistical move by Aaron Rodgers because he damn well good knows that if Jordan Love were to come in and step up and were to start winning games with these players, they're going to get rid of him. His time is up. It's completely up. I'm not saying that we can't see Aaron Rodgers play great. I'm not saying that Aaron Rodgers is not going to be a Hall of Fame quarterback because that'd be stupid. But what I am saying is this is an egotistical move by a guy who has just, I mean, who has been inconsistently terrible in the playoffs the last couple of years. And now you are on a busted team with a busted roster. There's a reason the Green Bay Packers, as stupid as it was, there is a reason the Green Bay Packers signed Jordan Love. They need to figure out what they can do with him because here's the thing. One of these days, could be this year, Aaron Rodgers is going to retire. He is going to retire or you're going to trade him one of the two. That's what the end game is. He's either going to retire a Packer or you're going to have to trade him. And at this point, what you've got with this roster, you're going to have to end up trading him because you spent so much money keeping him around like a dumbass. Yeah, so earlier this year, uh, I think even before the season started, Aaron Rodgers said that this was going to more than likely be his last year. Um, I do think Green Bay should uh, go ahead and go with love after this week. And I don't think this will be Aaron Rodgers last year. I think I think he does not want to go out. I, I don't think he wants to go out like this at all. Oh, and who who would? I mean, I I personally wouldn't blame him if he did come back. But what I have said, what what I'll go ahead and stick by is. He doesn't need to be with Green Bay. Not if they're not like this. This oh, is no, a yeah. terrible there's, roster. There's still there's still there's still room for him if uh, the 49ers, to be completely honest with you. That's Even though they're true. doing pretty decent this year, there is still room for him there. That is true. I agree to that one, you, actually. And you know, every quarterback wants to go out like Peyton Manning. Every every quarterback wants to go out like Peyton Manning with a Super Bowl and just right off into the sunset. Or even John Elway is another example. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I I think that Aaron Rodgers believes that that could be him. 
and we will see Jersey next year. Probably, probably 49ers Jersey next year. We'll see for him to be in a 49ers Jersey. That's going to ultimately come down to a trade and his Packers really going to let trade within division. Well, that, I mean, you at this point, yes. Cause they're in full rebuild. If they, if they trade Aaron. So, and to the team that's been their kryptonite. <laughs> yeah. Also, I think I think they could comfortably trade him. Um, but would the 49ers would they wouldn't they have to get rid of would they have to get rid of McCaffrey to get him since he's getting paid so much? Uh, I don't know. I, don't I mean, so. I mean, at least offsetting getting rid of Jimmy G's contract will be pretty helpful. So, and also Steve, as a Packers fan, also says to shut him down. Let Love get some time. He also says let Rogers go to the Saints. All that mean. Saints need a quarter. Saints need Saints need a long term quarterback. So it, it ain't Jameis Winston. Brother in, they already had one brother in black and gold at Vanderbilt. They don't need another one. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. That is true. Jordan forgot about him. I and remember uh, I think you see where Jordan's at? Jordan is not playing in the NFL. He's an analyst of the SC, for the SEC yep. Network. So no, we don't. We don't need. He also won like the ba- he won the Bachelorette, right? I don't know. I don't watch that shit. I mean, I don't watch it either, <laughs> but I just know about Jordan Rogers because I think he won, or he was Golly. on the Bachelorette. So, so is this is this is this is this a confession, Alex, that you watched The Bachelor? No, I, dude, no. Li- listen, I can actually 100 percent confirm that for one reason, one reason alone, and anyone that's lived with me can back me up on this claim. Before this season, for you know, where I got Hulu to watch football, I have not had actual TV in probably like six years. So, no, do not watch The Bachelor or The Bachelorette. That's just something I know because, like, you know, Jordan Rogers, he was the one that revealed to the world that. Aaron has no communication with his family at all. And that, that it's just an article that just popped up. I my remember timeline. that. Yeah. It's I just, it has popped that. up in my timeline. Jordan Rogers of the bachelorette, whatever, you know, confirms that a strange brother, Aaron Rogers has no communication. I'm like, Ooh, what's this? What's this spiciness? <laughs> I love drama. <laughs> it's okay, man. I'm not judging you. No, look, I will own up and wa- and tell you these things that I've watched before. Like I shot it low with Tila tequila. Give me that every fucking evening after school, baby. Let's go. You know, like, I mean, I'm not going to sit here and, and hide shit. I'm watching. I'm just being very upfront. <laughs> like, I did not watch the Bachelor. Hey, Bachelor we can all confess something that we've watched that we're like, you know, that's more of a chick flick thing, but you know, it is what it is. Shout out to a shot at love, man. What a time. What a time on MTV. <laughs> <laughs> what a time. Also, I, I didn't watch it, but it was there was also the other show of uh, you know, the one with Bret Hart, where it's like the, the love bus or whatever he the show was called. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway. Uh, but no, the conversation with Jordan Love is about to get very, very hot here soon. Speaking of getting hot, I don't know if you guys are looking to get with any foxy ladies, but we recently had a sex bot pop into the chat. Uh, so if you guys want to check that out and hit up some some nice sexy ladies, you know, we we got a link in the chat that's now been removed, but I can give you the link. <laughs> that, that that's my thing. Yeah, yeah, I'll send it to you. I got you. I got you. Tyler, Tyler needs it more than I do, though. <laughs> Man. Oh, Jesus Christ, Ricky. All right, you're shut down. You need to relax. <laughs> Tyler, I love you, man. Jesus Christ. 
Okay. Um, let's see. How uh, Anything else NFL-related that we really wanted to chat about? I mean, we hit Deshaun Watson playing for this weekend. Guys got a chance to talk about the Cowboys. Shout out to the Jags getting that dub. Bears, well, had a lot of injuries. No Justin, that makes sense. Talked about the Packers. No one really gives a fuck about last night. I mean, they're two teams that will not matter. Uh, but, yeah, any other kind of talking points NFL-wise that we want to chat about? About them Cal or not Cal? <laughs> How about them <laughs> Bengals beating those Titans? That's true. That's true. That was good. That was a good Bengals, win too. Bengals yeah. are getting hot just at the right time, like they did last year. Also, I'm, I, I'm I, telling you. Also, still watch the Dolphins, man. I know it's the Texans, but I'm telling you, this is a good looking team. I like this team a lot. Yeah, I was going to mention that too, Alex. But I was also going to tip my hat off to the Detroit Lions. True. They fought for four quarters, man, against those against the Bills. Look, I'm, and I'm telling, telling you, you that this 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 Detroit Lions team, guys. I'm going to tell y'all right now. I don't care what anybody says. This Detroit Lions team is going to be a dangerous team yes. next season, dude. I'm telling you, brand new lines, baby. Brand new lines. Man. I'm telling you, like they're four and seven, but I'm telling you, I don't feel like that record reflects what they what they've been. They've had a couple of bad losses. Okay, they're still a young team figuring it out. Okay, I mean, there's like in terms, I mean, they're in the same boat where it's like run game. They have a guy who, in theory, should be the guy and it consistently not been the guy, being DeAndre Swift. I like Jamal Williams a lot, uh, but also because he's a massive anime fan and I'm here for it. Uh, but in terms of receiving core, they're still figuring things out and stuff. You know, you get rid of Hawk. I mean, they're, they're, offensive line, they've got some good pieces in place with like uh, with their center from Arkansas. I'm drawing a blank on his name, though. Ricky, you, you should know who he is. Frank Ragnow. That's who it was. And then, of course, they drafted Sewell last year. I mean, they've got pieces in place, man. Like, I like this team a lot. I like this Lions team a lot, man. And they, they did, dude. They fought 28-25 to 25 against the Bills. Uh, dude, this, this Lions team is going to be something to watch over the next – and St. Brown's starting to pop off, too. I mean, he was a rookie last year, I believe, is what it was. Uh, Second-year player. Uh, yeah, yeah, second-year player St. Brown. He's been popping off here recently. I mean, he's doing pretty well in terms of statistics, 65 catches over 700 yards, only four TDs. Still figuring it out. Um, but, yeah, I mean, he's he's been popping off on him. This is a good team. I like this team a lot, and they're just going to keep getting better, especially with, yeah, some, I mean, with some extra draft picks. Five, five of their seven losses have been to teams that have been in games by less than a touchdown. Yeah. And uh, and you also got to keep in mind their other first round draft pick hasn't even played yet. Uh, Jameson Williams, he's he's back at practice. Um, says you know Dan said Dan Quinn said not Dan Quinn. Um, I'm John Campbell. Campbell, thank you. Uh, he said it'd probably be a pretty tall order for him to play this weekend. But I mean Jameson Williams is on his way back too. Uh, you know they're right now currently projected fifth overall pick thanks to the Rams with one of the biggest Super Bowl hangovers I've ever seen. Uh, and then with their own pick at number 11, I mean, this team is poised, bro. Like, <laughs> this team is poised to make some noise. Who else in recent history has just gone so bad after That's what I've been trying we'll, to figure we'll out. Well, ta- ta- Tampa Bay did. We know Tampa Bay did when they won theirs in 02, two. Two? Yeah. 03, something o like two. that. O two. We know, we know. Right, right. So we know that next season was a big flop. But to me, this one feels just as bad as that one. It just it's so bad on how they're they're terrible. Three and eight. They are three That's... and eight. And wait, actually, is that right? Let me look. Three and eight or three and nine? Let me look. Because uh, I mean it it's just like it blows me away just how bad they are. They are three and eight, yeah. Three and eight, bottom of their division. 
Cardinals four and eight, Seahawks six and five, San Fran seven and four. Like that, it blows me away how bad they are. Here are the top five worst Super Bowl hangovers. Here we go. Number five is the 2002 St. Louis Rams. The following year, they went seven and nine, missed the playoffs. Uh, four is the 2005 Philadelphia Eagles. Fair. Uh, number three is the 2007 Chicago Bears. I know. <laughs> yeah, I that one. Uh, Who's your quarterback? Rex, sexy Rexy, baby. Rex Grossy. Yeah. Sexy yeah. Rexy. Yeah. <laughs> number two is the 2016 Carolina Panthers. And, and we lost them. Yeah, the, we we, we uh we had sexy Rexy for the Super Bowl year, and then going in the year after, I think I think sexy Rexy played a few games, and I think that's when we started to give it more to Kyle Orton. And then Kyle Orton was our oh. starter like 2008, 2009, until we did that trade to get Jay. He's alive, people. Right, sorry, my Discord crashed for some reason. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Did you hear my number two? The Carolina Panthers? Carolina Panthers, yep. All right. And then number one is the uh, 2003 Oakland Raiders. Okay. Yep. It went right. from 11 and 5 to 4 and 12. Yeah, that's, Ooh, that's, that's going to be what the Rams are competing with right now. <laughs> yep. Well, in this case, it'd be four and thirteen since they're seventeen games now. Yeah, true. And Steve also doubles down on the on the Raiders as well. They were the worst. And uh, yeah, Steve, me and you, we, we chat about them Dolphins. Uh, I think the Dolphins going to be a good team, man. I like this Dolphins team. Where are they sitting right now? They're, I mean, they're sitting at the top of their division with the Bills, both eight and three. And it blows my mind the Bills have still not won a division game. Right. Well, hang on. Uh, yeah, 0-2 in division. Yep. Also, I saw a video clip that I thought was funny, um, which is just further reason why like, I'm just a hard supporter of the Dolphins. It's just because I love Mike McDaniel so much. The dude's a giant fucking meme, and I'm here for it. I'm, I love his chaotic energy. Yeah, I saw a video of where he was talking to two on the sideline, and he's talking to about you know his play and stuff. He's like, man, I got bored. And, uh, you know, I was looking up, like, some of your old high school tape and stuff and whatever. And, dude, your technique was so bad. Just starts roasting <laughs> Tua about his high school tape. And Tua's just laughing. And, and Mike's just like, you were just like, you were all over the place. Like, he didn't know what you were doing. <laughs> I love Mike McDaniel, man. He is a legend. He's an absolute legend. Um, let's see. Yeah, anything else NFL-wise that we want to throw out there? Or do we want to kind of look to go ahead and get the picks? Shout out to the NFC East. All four teams are currently sitting in the playoffs right now if they were to start today. Shout out to Washington in that situation. I mean, for real. Shout out to the Commanders, bro. Actually, you know what? You know what? That reminds me. I do have something else. What the fuck is going on in Washington with that pathetic excuse of a display for Sean Taylor? Like, what is that? dude. Dude, that is so damn disrespectful. Like, come the fuck on, man. I, I saw that. I got so pissed. The original, I, I love how they brought the original uniform back, including the original logo. But my God, could they not have actually put some money towards a physical statue? Yes. Of wires. I know. And like, all it looks like is they bought a, they bought a Sean Taylor jersey and just put it on some. And not only American. that, they got a, a current, like, you know, or not current, but as current as it can be. Washington, you know, uh, jersey because it was Nike. Yeah. And, you know, not, yeah. but meanwhile, they had the Reebok pants that Sean wore. And they did have soccer cleats 
which a lot of people were criticizing online, but I also saw a comeback from Sean did actually wear soccer cleats. He just didn't wear Adidas. But he did actually wear soccer cleats before a lot of players did. But no, that was a pathetic excuse of a memorial, man. That is so... Fuck the Snyders. They need to sell this fucking team. They have ruined this franchise since you know Snyder has bought that franchise. Can we all agree to that? I mean, you guys are Cowboys fans. That franchise has been ruined under Dan Snyder's leadership. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Wholeheartedly, yeah. Sell the damn thing. Yeah, and like... No, I think, I think the pinnacle of it was Poopgate. Oh, true. The poop, the poop, the poop <laughs> pipes bursting. Yeah. And yeah, it, it does suck to see uh, what's happened to this franchise. Cause like also uh, talking to, uh, you know, about my other Cowboys friend, Brady, you know, at one point the you know, Washington was his most hated team because that, that rivalry and the history of that rivalry. But now it's just like, it's so irrelevant because of this, the team has been run into the fucking ground and, you know, and, you know, He's he's in a boat where he's like he would love to see Washington actually be really good again to actually kind of bring back that rivalry. But here we are. Hey, but shout out to the Commanders though they are they have the best record in the NFL since week six sitting at six and one. They are doing something. They are doing something. They're figuring they're it kind out. Kind of scary. Yeah. Uh, Taylor Heineke is by far a way better quarterback. And you know, this team started to win once Carson Wentz got into the bench. That's all I'm going to say. Hey, Carson was playing well, though. I do want to stress that. They just weren't winning, but, but he was playing well. Yeah, he was not winning, man. Yeah. I mean, he had good stats. He had good stats, but they just weren't winning. Which, I mean, was the same thing last year in Indianapolis. He had good stats in yep. Indy, and they just weren't winning. Yep. Oh my god! And it's the same thing with with, with the Eagles uh, when they went to the to the Super Bowl. I mean, they oh, were winning, but they weren't opinion. like they weren't blowing anybody out of the water. They were barely beating people. I don't know, man. That that was a different that was a different Carson Wentz. Like, that Carson Wentz was on on different level of drugs. <laughs> uh, he was on a different level, man. Like that year, I had him on my fantasy team. Trust me, I knew he won me a championship, or he helped me win a championship until he got hurt. Because, like, that season was really funny for me at my quarterback position for my fantasy run. Because first I had Deshaun Watson as a rookie, and he was on a fucking tear. And then he got hurt. And then I got Carson Wentz, who went on a tear. And then he got hurt. And then to finish off my championship run, who else? Who did I get? I got big dick Nick Foles, and I won the championship. <laughs> I was just believing in that team. That was a good team. Uh, but, no, the, sh- seriously, though, shout out to the Commanders. Man, they have uh, figured it out. From a team that I thought was going to be, like, possibly bottom of that division, they have figured it out currently on a three-game win streak, too. Uh, okay. Uh, you guys want to get to picks? Picks, picks, picks? Let's do it. Let's do it. Where do we want to start, college or uh, NFL? Where'd y'all start last week? We started NFL last week because we had a shit ton of NF- you know, college games we had to go through. About to say, it doesn't matter which one we start out this week. We don't have th- that many games in college this week. All right, we'll start with college as we normally do. Um, okay, so I will start with FCS playoffs because that is you know not on the website. So round one, I went five and three. Shane and Jacob went four and four. Uh, Ricky went three and five. Uh, God, I suck at FCS. Yeah, FCS can be a little rough sometimes. All right, let me actually get a message here ready to go on my phone, and we can get these games predicted. Uh, let's see. Predictions. FCS playoffs. Round two. All right. Let's get into it. Round two of the playoffs, baby. Delaware at South Dakota State. Who you guys got? I got, I got South. South Dakota State. Yeah, give me the, uh, give Del- me the Jackrabbits. 
Del Delaware, this could be an upset, though, but I, I think South Dakota State pulls it away. Give me Delaware. Ooh, Ooh call like the upset. It. I like okay. it. Okay. I do like it. I like it. New Hampshire at Holy Cross. Give me Holy. Yeah, I got to stick. Got to go with Holy Cross. Man, give me New Hampshire. Yeah, Yo, you're calling with the dogs. I like it. I like it. Uh, Gardner Webb at William and Mary. I'm feeling William and Mary on this one. Well, I don't know. I could go Gardner. Go. Hmm. What you have? How you guys feeling? I, I, I was about to say I'm taking Gardner Webb. Yeah, hmm. I'm gonna take Gardner Webb as well. First thought, best thought, William and Mary. Uh, number four, Weber State versus Montana State. I think this is gonna be the game of the weekend in FCS personally. But I'm gonna rock with yeah. Montana State. Yeah, I'm gonna rock with Montana State as well. Uh, Weber State. He's picking all the upsets. He I is, like yeah. Montana, it's North Dakota State. Um, I'm actually going to go with Montana in this game. Um, Montana did have a little bit of a setback here a while back. I don't think North North Dakota State, I think they got second in the conference, which is which is fine. But North Dakota State, there's just something about this North Dakota State team that just, yeah. Give me Montana. <laughs> It's the playoffs. It's FCS, FCS playoffs. Do not bet against North Dakota State. That is just I'm a going. bad thing to do. I'm going with North Dakota State. I'm going with North Dakota so, State well, but Ricky, your hey, take on North Dakota I like State, I feel it, because, but I also feel it for Montana, actually. I How I you like, feel, I feel I for like both. The Grizz. I like the Grizz. I got to grind with the Grizz, man. I'm grinding okay. with the Grizz. I, I respect that. I, the way you feel with uh, NDSU right now is how I feel towards both teams. But I'm, uh, that's why I'm rocking with the home team here. Uh, Southeastern Louisiana at Sanford. Give me Sanford in this one. This one's probably not going to be very, very close at all. I, I, Sanford's a very good football team. Southeastern Louisiana is going to lose this game. Give me Sanford. No, here we go. Give me Southeastern Louisiana <laughs> on this one. I love He's your just... picks right now. <laughs> it's <laughs> chaos, man. Chaotic energy, and I love it. All right, next up, Furman and Incarnate Ward. I'm feeling Furman here. Give me give me the road team. I like Furman a lot, honestly. Oh, heck no, man. I'm rolling with Incarnate Ward, man. Give me give me that team right there, man. I love Incarnate Ward. Yeah, give Not... me Incarnate Ward. They are actually my prediction to win the championship this year. You're making me rethink my pick, but I'm going to stick with it. Give me Furman. Uh, Richmond and Sacramento State. I like Richmond a lot, but <laughs> give me Sacramento State. Shit. You're going to go against the spiders, man. I am because I hate spiders. I got to react Oh, you. well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I guess that's a good point. <laughs> Even though I, my favorite superhero is Spider-Man, and I have his logo right there. But, yeah, no, Sacramento State, they, they are an absolute wagon. Give me Sacramento State here. Yeah, Sa Sacramento State's the their first actual, like, I think Incarnate Word's going to, uh, excuse me, I think Incarnate Word is going to really give them a good football game. Richmond, I'm not so sure of. Give me Sacramento State. Richmond. Yeah, I knew uh. you were going to pick Richmond. Let's move on. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> All you, right. picked, you have literally, you picked every upset, every seeded team except for Incarnate Word and, and North, North Dakota, Dakota State. State. I like it, man. I love these picks. <laughs> All right, getting over to the run your pool. Uh, so this is, I feel like, really kind of winding down, coming to a close on 
potentially how this is going to look because I have no clue if this website does bowl games. Obviously, I know there's like a, another website that does nothing but bowl games. We did it last year, so we may do that if this does not have our bowl games on here. Because I didn't think they were gonna have conference championships. That's why, guys, if you look at the script, I have all the conference championships ready to go for us because like they didn't update the conference championships in this week's games until literally today. So I, I didn't know what was happening on, on the run your pool, but it's looking like it's coming down to a close. So with that said, it, Ricky, it looks like you're going to come out on top. Uh, Jacob, you're you're close. You you can catch up. There's still a chance. Uh, but I'm yeah, nipping at his fucking. You heels. are. Yeah. I'm going to take that win, man. <laughs> I, oh, I'm primed. I'm in prime position. Yeah, you're close. Me and me and me and Shane are out. Uh, so is Steve as well. Uh, Ricky, you're 173, 115. Jacob, 165, 123. Shane, 162, 126. And myself, 160, 128. I did so well last year, and here I am at the bottom of the four of us. What a shameful time for me. But week 13, though, all those games we called. Jacob, you did great, 45-18. Uh, Ricky, 42-21. Uh, me and Shane both went 40-23. and 23. Brady and Steve both went 29-34 and 34 there. I'm just going to shout out myself real quick. I had a 16-game prediction streak. I saw that. This past week. I saw that. Yeah. That was insane. <laughs> All right, let's get to the picks. Uh, we do have uh, only, I think, one random game thrown into the mix here that I think got delayed earlier on in the season. I figure we go ahead and call it. Uh, that being Akron and Buffalo, both teams that are not even making it to a bowl game. But, again, it got delayed earlier in the season to now. So how are we feeling on this one? I don't even know why they're playing this game. It makes no sense to me, but I guess they have to have the yeah, it's legitimacy yeah. of the conference or whatever it is. Well, no, I think this – wasn't this the game it, that got delayed because of the snowstorm? I think so. Yes. If Buffalo wins this, they're bowl eligible. Ooh. Give me give Buffalo. Me, yeah, give me Buffalo then. Let's go. Yeah. Akron, Akron sucks anyway. They do, yeah. All right, next anybody, up. Anybody associated with LeBron James, like the University of Akron, I'm going totally against <laughs> it, so give me Buffalo. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on, hold on. Why are you saying it like that? <laughs> because LeBron James's school. No, I'm Ohio. talking about wh why are you saying Akron, the a cron. <laughs> Wait, is it a cron? <laughs> is it no, really a cron? No, it's Akron. Oh, okay. that's what I said. I said Akron. Yeah, he said no, Akron. You said, no, no listen, I heard listen, Akron. Listen. I said anybody associated with Akron, like LeBron James. Oh. See, I heard I'm Akron going against. Him. I heard Akron. We won the tape. I'm throwing oh, that okay. challenge flag right yeah. now. Throw the challenge <laughs> flag. Yeah, go, go back and watch it. Down, See, take a if, picture. if you were about to tell me as someone from Ohio that it's Akron, I was, you were about to blow my fucking mind. <laughs> it was going to be this to the same extent as some towns around us where, like, where my boss, when he came down to train with me when I started, right? He's from Tennessee. He, he named one of the stores we were going to in Searcy. And I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> it's Searcy. He's like, it's Searcy? I'm like, yeah. And he also said, Kabot. I'm like, it's Cabot, but close. Kabot. <laughs> so you're about to like, blow yeah. my mind if you oh said Akron. I should have went with it. Anyway, Conference USA Championship, North Texas and UTSA, the Roadrunners. Even the Roadrunners. They started slow, really disappointing in that regard, but they've picked it up and they've, they've gotten hot. I'm going to rock with them. Yeah, UTSA has been really high here lately. Uh, North, North Texas... Uh, they hit a slump, and they have not been able to drag out of it. UTSA wins this game. Yep. Agreed. Steve also says you said Akron. I think he went back and listened to it real quick. I thought you said Akron. Oh, so that's me the and challenge you. has been reviewed. The play <laughs> is reversed. Uh, whatever. And I get awarded another challenge flag. <laughs> okay. Okay. 
right. can do, you can do that. That's Next fine. up, Pac-12 championship, Utah USC. Hate rematches. I absolutely can't stand them. This game is going to be a blowout. USC wins this game. But I'm rooting uh, for Utah. I'm rooting for Utah. USC wins this game. Yeah, as a Buckeye fan, Utah is going to win this one wholeheartedly. <laughs> oh, give me USC. Give me USC on this one. Although it I broke my heart. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, 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 I want Utah to win, but I'm going for the poll here. I'm trying to close the gap at least just a little bit. Got to at least try to beat Shane at this point. It's all I got going for me. All right, MAC championship, Toledo, and the other Ohio team that's actually in a championship right now. Give me Ohio. I've had that one all day. I'm sorry. <laughs> Literally since I woke up, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to dig at him when we get to picks just for fun. Completely threw me off there. I'm like, oh, my goodness gracious, completely threw me I'm off. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm picking Ohio, people. I'm picking Ohio. Give me the Bobcats. Nah, give me the Zippies. Uh, the Rockets. Yeah, the Rockets, the Zippies are accurate, my bad. There's too many Ohio teams to the Mac. True. Uh, Kansas State and TCU. Earlier, you were complaining about geography, or who who was complaining? No, wait, wait, that was Alex. Never mind, never mind. Yeah, because, that that's right. You were saying uh, Alex yeah. was saying there was too many Indiana teams in the Big Ten. Now there's too many shitty schools in the MAC. So I mean, you know, it's just no, no, one. no. The MAC is the only conference that gets it right because it's all it's just all Ohio and Michigan teams, basically. Uh, okay, give me TCU. Give me K State. You're really pulling for K State on that one. He's I know. really, I he's know. really pulling those. He, give me, give me really TCU. I like TCU's TCU. TCU's only favored by two and a half, though, boys. Ooh, that's spicy. I know. That's spicy. I know that because you know it's a neutral site field. This is this isn't at you know TCU or anything like that. But um, I think this TCU team's figured it out. Next up, Sun Belt Championship, Coastal Carolina and Troy. Give me the Trojans on this one. I like the Trojans here. Yeah, give me the condom makers. I'll have to go ahead and take the. I'll go ahead and take oh, yeah. the condom makers. <laughs> Coastal <yeah>. Carolina, <laughs> Coastal Carolina, <laughs> Coastal Carolina got their Ugh. ass annihilated by James Madison last week. And I know that this is a brand new week. I was ready to pick Coastal Carolina until I saw that. The, the Trojans, however, they they've actually Troy's played very good football uh, this season. I cannot believe my hail mary to pick James Madison last week actually managed to stick. <laughs> I, I was shocked by how bad they beat Coastal Carolina. But I'm going to pick Coastal Carolina to win this game. Next up, Mountain West Conference Championship, Fresno State, Boise State. Give me Fresno. I'm taking Boise State. Ever since they fired that offensive coordinator, they have played lights out. I understand that Utah State came back there for a little bit last week, uh, but I think Boise State gets it done. Hey, Fresno State. LSU in Georgia, Georgia. Georgia. Don't do it. Don't pick LSU, Don't man. do it. I swear to myself, the only reason he's going to pick LSU <laughs> is so that way he has a chance to catch up to my picks. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Any upset that's on here, it's not going to happen. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Why not? Why could it not happen? It's not going to happen. It's on neutral field, right? Don't. Georgia's defense will smash LSU. It's not even going to be a close game. I agree. I don't think it's going to be a close game. 
Really? I don't. Really? I really don't. I think Georgia's going to absolutely blow Georgia's this team off. Georgia's a 17 and a half point planet. favorite right now, or at least they were when I looked at it yesterday. They still are. The over-under is 51. Yeah, just give me Georgia. Easy lock. But guys, I'll pick Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> All right, American uh, Championship. The last time one of these teams can uh, go to this championship, we have UCF going to Tulane. Who I don't think it was confirmed if Willie Fritz is going to be coaching the um, anything anything further. I would imagine no. I would imagine he's going to go ahead and head on Georgia Tech. I'm not sure. I didn't see any confirmation on that, but it's still giving me UCF regardless. I like UCF here. Well, anyway, they still have Tulane favored by three and a half. Okay. So. Still give me UCF. I like UCF here. Uh UCF, ever since they've beaten Tulane, have they, I don't think they've even won a game. That's not true. Yeah, they beat uh, Southern Florida. They lost the Navy, though. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, they lost the Navy, and I thought they lost to another team right after Tulane as well. I'm going with the Green Wave. I'm going with them Golden Knights. National championship year for them. Yep. And uh, let's see, Big Ten, Purdue, and Michigan, Michigan. Yeah, Michigan wins this. You look, go ahead and like Jacob for Purdue. I will tell you guys that Purdue is historically one of the best upsetting teams within the Big Ten. That That is true. This Boilermaker team can do it. I will say they can definitely do it, especially if Blake Corum is not in this game which I think he's trending towards playing, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe. Maybe. What are you going to do? <laughs> Give me Purdue. Oh. oh, 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 oh. Okay. Of all the upset picks. Of all the upset <laughs> picks. <laughs> All right, ACC Championship, Man. Clemson and North Carolina. I'm torn as fuck on this game, honestly. I am too. I'm, I'm taking I'm the Tar Heels. I'm even firm on that. I am even more torn that he picked Purdue to win this game against Michigan. I am, I am very, very torn on that one. I usually respect the upset picks. I don't know if I can respect that one, though. Golly. Uh, but I will give you this much. Purdue, Purdue has the athletes to beat Michigan. I just don't know. They're, they're gonna happen um they have the better this, quarterback this one i i will i will agree with you on that but and better wide receivers but when's the last time you saw clemson lose back to back fair have you they just, ever lost back to back under Dabo? i don't think they have if they have it was earlier in his career i'm taking clemson i'm a rock with north carolina I, I want North Carolina to yeah. win this game, and I hope you're right, but I'm, I think Cliffs is going to win this game. All right, hopping the NFL. Week 12 results. Ricky, you did very well, 12-4. and four. Uh, Brady and Jacob, 10-6. and six. Uh, Me and Steve, 8-8. Eight and eight. Shane, 9-7. and seven. Jacob, you're currently still on top, 106-74. But uh, multiple people are right on your heels, especially since yeah, we have, I know. We have still <laughs> – everyone that's still playing, everyone's on your heels. We still have plenty of season left to, to, to narrow that gap here. Um, so let's go to the picks here. Make your picks. Uh, all right. Thursday night football, Buffalo in New England. Give me the Patriots on this one. 
Yeah, I, I'm really torn on this one, too, because Buffalo has yet to win a division game. New England has played well at home as of late. I, I, I'm going to agree with Jacob. Give me, give me the Patriots. Hmm. Hmm. Give me the Patriots. Give me the Patriots. Uh, next up, Washington and the Giants. Uh, I feel like I'm gonna rock with a hot hand here. Give me, give me Washington. Three yeah, game the Giants win are on a little bit of a slump here lately. Two game losing streak for the Giants. Yeah, they they and here's the thing though, the Giants and Washington have to play each other back to back. Well, technically back to back for Washington. Washington has a bye week. After this, after this coming week, and this is a very, very important game for both of these teams because this could this could determine uh, whether or not they have a chance to actually make the playoff. Um, give, give me Washington. I'll take Washington in this game. Take Washington in this game. Uh, also, watch for because uh, Chase Young and Evan Neal are both returning in this game. That's going to be a nice outside matchup between True. them two. Denver and Baltimore. Baltimore. Yep. Yeah, yeah, hats off to Justin Tucker for attempting a 67-yard field goal. He just did not have enough leg for it. But I tell you one thing, if I'm if if, if I'm Harbaugh, if I had to roll the dice again, I'd let him kick that 67-yarder yep. 500 times and he didn't have yep. to make it once and I would still do it. Yep. Uh but yeah, Baltimore Baltimore wins this game. Pittsburgh and Atlanta. Give me Pittsburgh. I'm taking Atlanta. Pittsburgh got lucky this past Monday night. Um they do not play well on the road at all. Give me Atlanta. Yep, I'll agree. Atlanta. Jets and the Vikings. I really want to row with the Jets here. I really want to row with the Jets. I oh this is I'm torn between this one, guys. Uh, me too. Let me hear your picks first, because I, I want to hear your I want to hear your picks first. I really want to roll me. with Mike fucking White. I really do. Uh, but I think I want to do Minnesota at home. It is a noon not- game, so it's not confirmed that Mike White's going to be starting. Yeah, just give me Minnesota then. Uh, they get Michael Carter back this week. back, so that'll be nice. Um, be Minnesota. Yeah, damn, damn. <laughs> Jets are just too much of a wild card to bet for them. That is, that is true. That is true. I'll give you all that much. Um, yeah, yeah. go ahead. Give me Minnesota. Cleveland at Houston. The big game. You know, I have heard the entire season, not one game has Alex picked Florida State to win. And it doesn't matter who Florida State was playing because he hates Florida State that much. However, I do not pick on my feelings. Whatever. Yeah, okay. <laughs> name, you keep telling name, yourself that there, buddy. <laughs> hang on. Name one. Hang on, no. Hang on, hang on. Ohio State. I hate Ohio State and USC more than any program in the entire country. Have you heard me pick against them once? Boy, USC, yes. But have you heard me pick against Ohio State once this year? Have I stayed consistent? See, I stay consistent. And as much as I hate that rapist son of a bitch, he's going to get the win in Houston because Houston is just that terrible. Man, I don't know because is he going to play bad or is he going to play good? I mean, is the rust going to be there? Give me Houston. 
Oh, I love it. Gosh, I want you. Oh, I want to change with it. I'm not going. Give to. me Houston. No, I'm not gonna change. I'm not gonna do. Look, because I'm of the team that he's coming back to play, I don't have the heart to pick the Browns, even though I think they're probably gonna win. Give me fucking Houston. I think they're gonna. Let, I'm gonna say they're gonna come out swinging. Is Mills gonna start? I don't think there's a word on that. It'll probably be Kyle Allen. Ugh. I know. Give me Houston. Damn. <sighs> Give me the Browns. <laughs> All right. That, that, I just wanted to throw up saying that, but. Yeah. Uh, Jacksonville and Detroit. This is honestly going to probably be a pretty sneaky good fucking game. I'm going to say it right now. Jacksonville is starting to figure things out. Um, Trevor Lawrence played a pretty good game against Baltimore last week. Although, whoever made that stupid call to squib kick it there toward the end <laughs> is a dumbass that should be fired. Um, because, like I said, Justin Tucker, the best kicker in the game, one of the best of all time, I... You make he makes that field goal, you lose the game, and you drop to three and eight, which is you know just likely. Um, Detroit has played very very well. They've also played very consistent. They won three straight before losing to Buffalo. I'm gonna take Detroit. Uh, Travis Etienne is looking like he's gonna be playing this week for Jacksonville. Is Jeff Okuda going to be back this week? Who cares? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> Jeff fucking stinks. What are you on about? Huh? Jeff stinks. What are you on about? No, what? Jeff is oh, terrible. <laughs> what are you talking about? He's like the second best shit. player on Detroit's team. That's I not love this accurate shit. at all. <laughs> I love this shit. I really do. He's not the second best, but you know, he's he's okay. He's, he's definitely stinks. top five players. He's stinks. You said the sec you said the second best. Now you're saying top five? Aiden Hutchinson is by far the first, number one. Okay, okay. Who's number two? Saint Brown. Jeff Okuda. Saint Brown. And then no. Saint Brown. And then Ragnar. Saint no. Saint and Brown then Ragnar. I'd probably I put DeAndre Swift up there, but I put Sewell in the top five too. Give me the Lions. I'm picking against the fucking Jaguars. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Green Bay at Chicago. So my my record picking the Bears games are just abysmal. It's so bad. With that said, give me the Bears. Damn. <laughs> I was going to pick the Bears till you did that. Give me Green Bay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Green Bay's going to win this. Tennessee at Philly. Give me Philly. <laughs> Give me the Titans. I respect it. I think the Titans need a rebound game after losing to Cincy. Philly. <laughs> God almighty. Billy had a shootout with Aaron Rodgers. They, they, he did. Yeah, but it's Green Bay. They're horrible. Their defense is horrible. I wouldn't say that Tennessee's defense is horrible, but I think they can. I think they'd be able to make adjustments on it. Um, yeah, give me the upset. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take Tennessee. 
Philly's got to lose another game sometime soon. They're not going to go. They're not going to go sixteen and one. They're, they've got to lose another game somewhere. Yeah, I think I'm going to take Tennessee as well. It wouldn't surprise me if Tennessee t- gets this dub, but I must talk, still rock the Eagles here. Seattle at the Rams. Give me Seattle. Seattle's yeah, kind of slumping out though. They are. But but, but, it's the, but the Rams are slumping out even more. I mean, the problem with the Rams this year is so many, so many injuries, key injuries. Yep. Man, I hate to pick a team that just lost to the, <laughs> to the Raiders in overtime, though. Josh Jacobs, all he's doing is setting him out for a payday that the Raiders didn't want to give him. Yeah, give me, give, give me Seattle. I'm gonna eat my words saying that. I I, I, I do think that the Rams are gonna win this. But... Ricky, did you pick? Did I miss it? Yeah, Seattle. Oh, okay. I didn't miss it. Uh, next up, probably my favorite game of the week, Miami and San Fran. Mike McDaniel going up against his former team. Give me the Dolphins. Yeah, Miami's played some good football, but so is San Fran. San Fran's defense has has really stepped up as of late as well. Um, San Fran's also at home. Give me San Fran. I'll tell you what, both of these teams are on winning streaks, but the Dolphins' last five games have been against abysmal teams. They beat Houston, Cleveland, Chicago, Detroit, and Pittsburgh. The 49ers, pretty abysmal teams as well. The Saints, the Cardinals, the Chargers, the Rams. I, I I think both of these teams are hiding behind those wins. I, I don't think I don't think these teams either of these teams are any good. I think uh, if either of these teams make the playoffs, they're going to lose week one of the playoffs. But in this case, I'm taking San Fran. You're gonna bet against Jimmy G in the playoffs, man? Absolutely. <laughs> I really don't want San Fran to make it because I do not want to face them again. Uh, yeah, I don't blame. I don't blame you. In that case, I don't blame you. All right. Uh, next up, KC and Cincy rematch of the uh, AFC Championship. Give me KC. Yeah, this could be another nail biter. Uh, problem is, I don't trust Cincinnati's offensive line. I do like Joe Burrow, though. Man, that man was sacked. A record amount of times and still beat this team. Uh, that's the thing. It's just goodness gracious. I don't know. I don't know who to pick. I'm just gonna. Be I do not you. trust Kansas City's defense. I, I trust Cincy's defense more than Casey's. If this were at Kansas City, I think I would pick Kansas City. With this being at Cincinnati, give me Cincinnati. I'm taking Cincy. Okay. Next up, uh, Chargers at Vegas. Give me Chargers. Yeah, the Char- Chargers should win this football game. Uh, Vegas with that overtime win last week, that, that was a good overtime win. Yep. Um, I don't think Jacobs is going to play as good as what he did last week, and I could very well lose my top spot this week because that stupid Jacobs had to have 70 freaking fantasy points last week. Yo, oh, Brady was so damn. pumped about that. Brady hit me up, and Brady was like, "Dude, Josh Jacobs went off for me." I'm like, "Yeah, thanks. You're get you're getting me one step closer to first place." 
And so, yes. So now, instead of having ten fantasy wins, I still have nine. So we're just going to... Yeah. I got a rebound this week. Uh, and then, the as of seven minutes ago, the former Sunday Night Football game, Indianapolis and Dallas. The former Saint? Who's going to replace them? Uh, the, my favorite game of the week, Dolphins and 49ers. So where they, where they moving? Wait, no, hold on. That's that's a different game. I apologize. No, this is still Sunday night. I I, <laughs> I read I read the tweet very quickly, and it is a Dolphins game. So that's why I was like, oh, it's Dolphins 49ers. I just read the other team. No, sorry, this is a different week. I apologize. Dallas has no business losing to this Indianapolis team. None whatsoever. True. But something tells me Dak Prescott is going to have to pull out another nail-biter. And, or, or, sorry, because Dak, we really don't really rely on Dak a whole lot. But something tells me this one's going to be a Dallas Cowboy nail-biter and another heart attack waiting for me to happen. I'm still going to pick the Cowboys to win. But, damn, I do. Oh, man, I'll tell you what. Indianapolis better not win this game. I, you know very well as a Cowboys fan. I know very well as a Cowboys fan. Every single week is a heart attack waiting to happen. What are you talking about? you got it very true, sir. That's very true. Give me Dallas. I hate this one. This one's horrible. They're four and seven for crying out loud. Listen, listen, we're not KC. We're not going to lose to this Indianapolis Colts team. Okay. 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 I'll take your word for it. We're better than KC. What? KC lost to the Colts. Yeah. Yeah. Point taken. That's true. I I forgot. I forgot all about that. Goodness gracious. Anyway. Yeah. I'll take Dallas. Uh, And then Monday. Uh, Saints and Bucks. Bucks. Give me Tom Brady. Yeah, give me the Bucks. Can, can anything get worse for Tom Brady? I mean, they did. They did go on the. the not did, making no, the playoffs. Yeah, not make the playoffs. Were they at home when they lost to Cleveland last week, or were they on the road? I can't remember. I think they were at home. Goodness gracious. Um. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Get, they were. They were. They were in Cleveland. Okay. Give me, yeah, that's right. Yeah, give me the bucks. Yeah, yeah, give me the bucks at home. Okay. Hey, if the bucks win, they're the same record as our Razorbacks. Yes, go Tom Brady. <laughs> got something going for you, I guess. All right, so that got us through all of our picks. We're locked in there. Good to go. Uh, so that should wrap us up to end of the show here. To wrap up the show beautifully, um, boys. Anything else? Any other takes that you need to follow up on from anything? Nothing to follow up, but I do want to give a shout out and a good luck to the Bryant Hornets for a potential fifth straight state championship this coming Friday night when they play Bentonville. Yep. Damn. And here's the thing, guys. I don't know if they they could lose to Bentonville. I'll be honest with you. I don't know when this is going to stop. Because the next two seasons, they look like they're pretty—they're pretty gonna be well stacked up the next—the next two seasons. So, we'll see. Brian could go for uh, seven straight state championships at this point. That is very true. Seven, seven is looking like the is looking like it. Yep. Uh, Jerry Jones has said that the Cowboys are unfazed by what happened with Odell Beckham Jr. on the airplane yeah, ride. No, no chance Jerry Jones gives a fuck about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there was no chance. <laughs> 
What are we waiting on to sign him for anyway? I don't understand. Is he still just like in? Where I think we Chicago? will we we will sign him before Sunday's game. I guarantee that. Well, let's just let's hope. He's so. been on both let's my fantasy so. teams for field. a while. I've been waiting for it. <laughs> I wouldn't put him on the fantasy team as soon as he gets out. Wait a couple of yeah, weeks. Yeah, I would too, but I wanted to make sure I had him. That was all that mattered to me. All right, I'm gonna hit the music, uh, boys. Last thoughts. We're gonna make our way out of here. Last thoughts? Any last thoughts? I can't wait for this weekend. I can't either, but probably for different reasons. I can't wait until 8 p.m. on Saturday night. Oh, for the love of God. <laughs> okay, okay. Just all day Saturday, you're going to be on the edge of your seat watching a couple of championship games, hoping that it goes well in your favor. And when Michigan wins by 30, I don't want to hear this next week. Purdue was so close. No, they weren't. It's not going to be a close game. Michigan wins by at least three I can't, touchdowns. I can't wait for you to owe me a crumble cookie gift card. Crumble cookie <laughs> gift card. That is what's on the line. Yep. I am bet on the line a crumble cookie gift card if Purdue beats Michigan. There you go. It's <laughs> gracious. Great boss of fire. All right. Well, we're going to go ahead and get out of here. I'm hungry. I had a delivery come like 45 minutes ago. Not food, but a, a, a delivery that I need to get. Uh, so, uh, thanks for everyone stopping by in the chat. Shout out to Steve. Shout out to Chad. Shout out to the guy who said Alabama needs to be above Ohio State. Shout out to that guy. Uh, shout out to the sex bot. Gave me a nice website to go look out later. I'm excited for that. That's going to be great. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, hopefully, Shane can be back with us next week. Uh, we got a lot to talk about next week after the conference championships. But uh, with all that said, thank you so much for listening to A Terrible, terrible Football. Terrible football show. Nailed it.